1: chambacasino.com live the chumba life no purchase necessary Void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of OOKLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com internet for details.
0: From the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. The Chamberlain. He's got it. Jerry West made it from the other side of the mid-court strike. To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. Magic Johnson. Drew is on the brink of an NBA all-time record. For the a time where the last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe. From way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Yeah. Gets it to LeBron. For three for the win. Yes! Yeah. LeBron James! And rings were handed out like candy. Number one. Here's Jordan. It's yes! all over. But Chicago Bulls half won. It's Duncan Dynasty. With your host, Barry Bouguet. And it starts right now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duncan Dynasty. This is a a live playoff broadcast here for this episode. I'll be bringing you the game two of the Indiana Pacers against the Boston Celtics. Boston, of course, taking an 84-74 victory in game one at home, and they will also be uh, the home court team for this game too, so uh, should be an exciting ball game. Hopefully we get a little bit more offense than we got in that first encounter, but uh, should, be, should be really fun to, uh, to, uh, to have you along for the ride this evening, and uh, I hope you enjoy it as well. If you haven't heard any of my previous live broadcasts, I will not be taking commercial breaks throughout the duration of, uh, of this contest. I will uh, be talking about, uh, of course, all of the series in the NBA. We, uh, we basically, most of these series have, have played two games. I believe after tonight, every series will uh, we'll be through the first two. So I will be uh, taking you through all of those different series that we've got and giving you my thoughts on, on each of those as well. So it uh, should, be, should be a lot of fun. as far as, as far as this series goes, you know, Indiana has just got to start knocking down some shots. You know, sometimes basketball... Can really be that simple. They just missed uh, an awful lot of uh, of makeable shots in that first game, including guys like Darren Collison and uh, and you know even uh, guys off the bench, Doug McDermott, who's a really good shooter. He missed a lot of shots. Bogdanovich uh, had a couple of shots rattle out. As we're about to get ready uh, ready to go here, I'm going to be giving you a, a radio play by play of the uh, of all the action here as uh, Boston in their white jerseys with green trim and green numbering. And as we look at the starting lineups, it'll be uh, Irving and Brown at the backcourt, Tatum and Horford in the frontcourt, as well as Baines at center. For the Pacers, it's Collison and Matthews in the backcourt, Bogdanovich and Turner as the forwards, or excuse me, Bogdanovich and Thaddeus Young as the forwards, and Miles Turner at center. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, the Celtics in their home whites, Pacers in their road blues with yellow numbering and trim. As the Pacers will be going from left to right in this opening quarter, it's Turner and Baines for the tip. The tip was off the mark and in favor of the Celtics, and Baines able to tap that one back to Irving. Irving has the basketball dribbling on the left wing. He gets a screen from Tatum, finds Tatum on the roll. He'll find a cutting Baines along the baseline, and he slams it home with two hands. Beautiful passing on that opening possession. For the Celtics. Here's Wesley Matthews for the Pacers. Throws the lob to Young. Beautiful play as there was a backdoor screen there. And Young caught the lob and finished. And we've got a 2-2 start. So after a very defensive opening game, we've got the offense working on the first two possessions. Here's Irving right corner. Fadeaway jumper from about 20 feet. Nothing but net. Kyrie Irving gives the Celtics a two-point lead. As we're uh, just about a minute into the ball game. Here's Matthews right wing for Indiana. Holding the basketball, guarded by Tatum, throws it up top to Collison. Collison guarded by Irving, 10 on the shot clock. Looking for Bogdanovich, rolling across the lane. He catches it, puts it up off the glass. It's blocked by Baines. Picked up by Horford, who will hand it to Irving. Celtics have a 5 on 4 temporarily. Irving gets to the free-throw line, kicks it left corner. Tatum, 3. That one's good. The Boston Celtics start 3 for 3 and lead it. 7-2, 10.45 to go in this opening quarter. Here's Callison dribbling down the right sideline, guarded by Tatum. Looks up for Matthews, but he's cut off by Irving. Collison still with his dribble. Gets a screen from Young on the right side. Pulls towards the corner. His fadeaway jumper is good from about 15. That's a welcome sign for Pacers fans as Collison has struggled, not only in that game one, but in last year's first round against Cleveland. Here's Irving. Throws it left wing to Horford. Horford back to Irving. Gets a screen. Irving fakes the three. Throws it. Baines left wing three. That's good as well. The Celtics starting out absolutely on fire and lead it 10-4. As we approach, ten minutes left to go in this opening period. Pacers two for three. Boston four for four to start. Collison throws it left side to Turner. Turner guarded by Horford. Dribbles right, hands it off to Matthews. Matthews now dribbles left, fades away, back up top. Turner jab step three is good. So uh, maybe we will get uh, we will get what we were hoping for here—a little bit more offense in this uh, in this game too. As it's now ten to seven, Boston. Holding on to a three-point lead. Irving, a walk-in three on the left wing, and he hits it. Five for five now for the Celtics. Irving's hit his first couple of shots, and the Celtics' lead is six. Here's Thaddeus Young, right corner three, and he knocks it down. The Pacers have already scored ten points in this quarter, which uh, was more than they scored in the third quarter of game one. Irving up-tap to Brown. Brown, guarded by Carlson, gets a screen from Horford. Now is switched on to by Young, trying to find Horford inside. Ball deflected, picked up by Horford, back out to Brown. Brown isolating against Turner, loses the basketball, picked up by Bogdanovich. He's got a breakaway, and he'll finish it off with the left-hand slam. And the Pacers cut the deficit to just one with nine minutes to go in the first. Celtics 13, Indiana 12. Irving with the basketball, dribbling his left-hand, gets a screen from Tatum, now at the top of the key, will pull up on Bogdanovich. That one's well short, that's an air ball, out of bounds, to the Pacers. So finally, a team with a miss here, as uh, we've had some excellent offense in the early going. Here's Collison, dribbling it up into the front court, guarded by Tatum, getting a screen from Young. He'll dribble over to the right elbow, will fake the shot, gets it to Young, right back to Collison, guarded by Tatum, will fake spin, dribbling over to the left, now kicks it up top to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich calling for a screen from Young, gets right of the lane, loses the basketball, it's out of bounds, it will go to the Celtics. to go in the first. This has been a very entertaining opening couple of minutes here as both teams making some adjustments, getting their offenses rolling here in the early going. Tatum left wing inside to Horford on the block. Guarded by Young. Faces up. Young's poking at the ball. Now Horford backing down. Spins baseline. Gets double-teamed. Loses it. Picked up by Matthews. Matthews bobbles the basketball and then is fouled by Jalen Brown as Brown tried to come in for the steal. So good defense there as Horford tried to take advantage of Young in the post. He went to spin baseline, and Miles Turner, with great help, defense was there. Horford then tried to turn back, lost it. And uh, Matthews, not exactly confident dribbling the basketball in transition, and Brown thought he could get away with it, but got part of his arm. Here's counsel with the basketball dribbling his left hand over to the left side. Guarded by Irving, up free throw line for Turner. That's a jumper that rolls off the rim. Rebound by Tatum. Tatum will jog it up into the front court. gets a screen from Horford on the right side, gets double-teamed, picks up his dribble, throws it right corner to Brown, he'll drive left, gets to the free-throw line, up top to Irving, guarded by Matthews. Irving will throw it inside to Horford, who's got a mismatch with Kowson, gets double-teamed, finds Brown on the cut, and he is fouled. I believe that one's going to be on Matthews, as he tried to deny Brown from getting access into the paint. Pacers with uh, some aggressive defense in the early going, showing the... uh, showing the Celtics some double teams, especially when, uh, you know, Darren Collison gets a mismatch mismatch, uh, guarding somebody much bigger in the post. Here's Tatum with the ball right wing, up top to Irving, he'll drive into the paint, floater from 14, that one rolls off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound, Thaddeus Young, he'll get it to Collison. Collison will push into the front court, gets to the free throw line, jumper from there is good. So Darren Collison knocking down a couple of jump shots, and again, that's it's a welcome sign to Pacers fans as Indiana takes a 14 to 13 lead. They're also on a 7-0 run here. Seven minutes and eight seconds to go in the first. Horford up top throws it right wing. Brown fakes the three, drives baseline up top to Tatum. Tatum guarded by Collison, spins at the free throw line. He's going to be called for traveling, as it looked like uh, he uh, picked up his pivot foot before he put the ball on the floor. So a turnover there, and in Indiana will try to add to their one point advantage. As we hit the seven-minute mark of the opening stanza, Callison walks into the front court over the right side. Up top to Bogdanovich. There's a three. That is good. Bogdanovich getting a couple of screens off the ball to free himself. And he knocks down the shot. And that will be a timeout for the Celtics as the Pacers lead it. 17-13. You know, just to give some of the thoughts I had about, about the game one in which the Celtics again won 84-74. Uh, you know, Indiana did some really interesting things in that first half, especially defensively. You know, uh, trying to uh, hide Collison out there at times. You know, Boston runs a lot of actions to try to get some mismatches, and uh, when when Collison would uh, would be guarding a, one of the uh, the bigger Celtics players, he would front if they're trying to post him up. And you know the Celtics. Uh, one of the one of the key ways to attack a, a fronting defense is to play the high-low and and bring a guy to the free throw line, get him the ball, and then he can he can throw that lob over the top. But what Indiana did. Is uh, when when Boston threw that pass to the free throw line, the guy guarding the guy running to the free throw line would switch with Collison, a kickout switch, and guard the guy that's uh, that's posting up, and Collison would run out to uh, to the guy at the free throw line. So so th- they've done some some real interesting things to 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 make this really difficult on Boston. And frankly, I think this is going to be a little bit tighter series than that that Game One may have. Uh, May have made you feel. I, I think Indiana has a lot of things defensively they can do to give the Celtics a hard time, and and you know Thaddeus Young getting in foul trouble not only in the uh, at the end of the second quarter but picking up his fourth foul I think with about eight minutes to go in the third was was really crucial because Thaddeus Young not only his ability to to post up mismatches and, and give Indiana another offensive option which they desperately need. But uh, he's also one of their best guys at creating turnovers and and getting them into the you know uh, in, into into transition. Uh, so so Thaddeus Young was a big miss, and and Nate McMillan uh, unfortunately has that traditional method of uh, what coaches do when, when guys get in foul trouble. You know if it's three fouls in the second, the guy comes out every time. If it's four fouls in the third, he comes out every time, and uh, that that has cost him in the past. You know last year in, in the Pacers series against Cleveland. Victor Oladipo got in foul trouble in one of the games, and and uh, McMillan sat him out for a good chunk of a quarter, and and uh, the Pacers ended up, I believe, losing that game by about two points, uh, and and Oladipo ended up playing, I think, under thirty minutes in that ball game. the The biggest thing with coaches in foul trouble is, you know, the the whole point of foul trouble is, oh, this guy might foul out and then wouldn't be able to play anymore. Uh, and, and, you know, that is obviously a, a, a negative outcome for your team. But if your coach always takes you out and gives the player less minutes every time he gets in foul trouble, the coach is inflicting the same sort of damage that a guy fouling out would do to the team, which is he doesn't play as many minutes. It doesn't matter if the guy plays the last three minutes of the game. What matters is your best players, like a Thaddeus Young, are playing 35, 36 minutes, and if he gets in foul trouble and the coach is constantly taking them out, uh, and he only ends up playing, I guess I should I should uh, look over the the numbers for Young in that game one. But if he plays ten fifteen minutes less, you know, you as the coach are inflicting damage to your own team. So it'll it'll be crucial for uh, you know uh, I don't expect McMillan to to change his ways as far as that's concerned. So it'll be crucial that the Pacers especially Thaddeus Young, who I think is their least replaceable guy on their roster, does uh, avoids foul trouble tonight. As we're uh, about to get back into the action here, the Celtics have the basketball going from right to left here in this opening quarter. Kyrie Irving dribbling his left hand down the left wing, guarded by Matthews. Looking up top for Hayward, who just checked into the ballgame, as well as uh, Marcus Morris and Daniel Tice for the Celtics. Kyrie gets a screen from Tice, but loses the basketball. It's picked off by Thaddeus Young. He finds Bogdanovich on the break, puts it up and in, plus the foul. Marcus Morris chasing back on defense, hacked him, and Bogdanovich somehow, with a crazy reverse as he was falling to the canvas, able to put it up and in. A beautiful play there, and the Pacers lead by six. And that's a perfect example of, I think, Thaddeus Young's value to this basketball team. They're getting the steal when Irving lost the handle, and then starting that fast break and, and you know, with the way the, the Pacers struggled on offense in that game one, getting easy baskets is just absolutely critical uh, for this team to, to not only win this game but to compete in this series. As I believe they're going to be looking at this for a potential flagrant foul. Uh, and, and I also think, you know, one of the problems that I have with the, with the clear path foul or the clear path rule is that it's not a clear path if the guy is shooting the basketball. It's only a clear path if he's still dribbling. Uh, I think if you're fouling from behind, it should be it should be a clear path, as I think they're going to just call this a, a common foul there. But, you know, it almost, uh, it's less of an advantage to actually shoot the shot, although in this situation, maybe not, because he actually made, made the basket. So uh, Bogdanovich at the line looking for the three-point plan he got. So uh, the Pacers now lead at 20-13, six and thirteen, six and a half minutes to go in the first quarter, and the Pacers on a 13 to nothing run. Here's Morris with a basketball up top for the Celtics, throws it left side, Tice. Tice thought about the three, guarded by Turner, throws it left corner to Hayward, and we've got a foul off the ball. Looks like it's going to be on Wesley Matthews defending Jalen Brown, and I think that'll be Matthews' second personal. So a big foul there. as Tyreek Evans will will come into the ballgame, but Evans has had a, uh, a really rough season with the Pacers. Just hasn't, uh, for whatever reason, played up to his usual standard, especially from, from last season in Memphis. Brown gets the ball into Hayward. Hayward will drive right in the lane, picks up his dribble, kicks it out to Daniel Tice. That's a wide-open three, but he misses it off the front of the rim. Volleyball rebound by Turner, who hands it off to Collison. Collison gets a double screen at the top, dribbles right. Has the ball poked away by Irving, picked up by Brown. Three on one for the Celtics. Brown with the pass behind Irving though, but Irving somehow able to get that back to Brown and he lays it up and in. Really poor pass from Brown on the break, but Irving saved him and uh, able to tap that with his right hand back to Brown and he finished. Here's Bogdanovich coming off a screen and he's going to be fouled as he drove to the basket. That's another thing that I think Indiana gave up on too early in game one. Bogdanovich had a couple of shots rattled in and out. Uh, in that first quarter, and uh, they stopped running that play where Bogdanovich will uh, will come off some off-ball screens curling towards the basket. He's he's pretty effective on, on those sorts of actions. Bogdanovich gets it into Turner. Turner up top to Young. Jalen Brown picking up his second foul. Young will drive right, goes behind the back, puts up a floater over Tice. No good. Rebound Jalen Brown. So Stevens will keep Brown in with two personals. Irving throws it right wing to Brown. Brown loose on the dribble. Kicks it out. Left corner. Hayward three. That one's off the side of the rim. No good. Rebound by Miles Turner. He gets it to Bogdanovich who will dribble down the left side into the front court. Dribbling with his right hand. Now gets a screen from Turner dribbling left towards the corner. Guarded by Tice on the switch. Ten on the shot clock. Will drive left baseline. Will pull up from about five feet and hit. Bogdanovich slowing down there. Letting Tice fly by. And then he just put up a little jumper. From about seven feet. And the Pacers lead it 22-15. to 15. Here's Irving with the basketball in the right corner. Guarded by Bogdanovich on the switch. Crosses over. Gets into the paint. Doubled by Turner. Kicks it out. Tice back to Irving. Finds Tice on the roll, but he's woefully short on that little floater. And picked up by Evans who kicks it to Collison. Collison driving into the paint. And he's going to be called for an offensive foul as Kyrie Irving cut him off and took the hit. That was uh, more of a bang-bang call, I think. Irving did... Uh, was able to successfully read that. I think that is a pretty good call. He, uh, he read that Collison was going to go to his right, try to get around him, and took the shot. So that'll be an offensive foul on uh, on the Indiana point guard, and that will bring on Corey Joseph into the ballgame. Indiana 22, Boston 15, 440 to go in the first. Here's Irving with the basketball. Drives left, right past Joseph, but can't get the layup to go. Tice on the follow, can't get it, but he is fouled. Irving maybe catching Joseph a little bit off guard. Actually, uh, you know, Collison's still out there uh, with Joseph, but uh, Irving Irving maybe catching Joseph a little bit cold. Just checking into the ball game immediately tested that lateral quickness and and got past him. It looks like McDermott and uh, Sabonis will check into the ballgame game for the Pacers as Tice knocks down the first free throw. interesting that, uh, that you know, Tice is going to get some action due to the fact that uh, the Celtics are starting both Baines and Horford. But uh, I think it's interesting that the Tice is out there as the lone big at the moment. Maybe provides a little bit of the of the spacing that, uh, that, that Horford gives them in the starting lineup as he knocks down the, the second free throw. Tice, of course, capable of knocking down that three-point ball. Here's Joseph. Throws it up top Sabonis. Sabonis hands it off to McDermott right side to Evans. Evans back up top Sabonis. Sabonis dribbles left. A beautiful backdoor pass to McDermott and he lays it up and in. As uh, Sabonis dribbling to his left able to throw that one-handed bounce pass to the cutting McDermott. 24-17 Pacers lead is seven. They're 10 of 13 from the field here in the first. Here's Irving the basketball switched on to by Sabonis. Dribbles left. Fade away from the left elbow is good. Kyrie Irving continues his scoring onslaught here in the first quarter and the Pacers lead is down to 5 357 to go in this first quarter. Turner throws it right side to Joseph. Joseph dribbling into the right corner, gets into the paint, tries to throw a bounce pass to Sabonis, it's going to be a kick ball out of bounds to Indiana. McDermott near sideline gets it into Joseph. Joseph dribbling his left hand, top of the key, guarded by Irving. Will throw it right side to McDermott. McDermott out of the block to Sabonis. Sabonis picks up his dribble up top to McDermott. Gets a screen. McDermott dribbles to right elbow up top to Evans. Evans guarded by Hayward. One on the shot clock. He'll fire a desperation three, and he knocks it down. An absolute rainbow there from Tyreek Evans. And the Pacers continue to shoot the ball well here in the first and lead 27 to 19. Irving with the basketball. Throws it inside to Horford. Horford back out to Tatum, left wing. Onto the block to Horford. Guarded by Sabonis. Faces up. Throws it cross-court. Morris, right wing three. That one's well short. Rebound McDermott. McDermott will get it to Joseph. Dribbles down the left sideline. Guarded by Hayward. Now up top to Turner. Turner finds Sabonis, right side. will hand it off to McDermott. Here's a three, no good off the side of the rim. Rebound by Morris. Morris will walk it into the front court, guarded by Sabonis. Isolating at the left elbow. Will pull up from there. No good. So the Celtics going a little bit cold here at the second half of the first quarter. Here's Evans. Throws it inside to Sabonis. Out top. Turner, right wing three. That one's short. Rebound by Hayward. Hayward throws it to Irving. Left wing. Gets to the free throw line. Kicks it out. Tatum. Tatum, top of the key three. That's good. Jason Tatum makes it a... ball game the Celtics down five with 229 to go in the first quarter and that will lead to a pacer timeout as again this has been a lot more entertaining than that opening encounter although I do I do enjoy myself a a good defensive uh, battle but uh, it's it's fun to see teams execute offensively and actually knock down shots like we've seen here uh, in the uh, in the first but uh, looking at uh, some of the early stats and Uh, In the early going, Thaddeus Young with uh, five points, a couple of steals, two for three from the field, Bogdanovich leading the way for the Pacers, ten points, four for five from the field, including one of one from the free throw line. Bogdanovich is going to be the key, I think, you know, especially since Boston does not have Marcus Smart for this series, Smart uh, straining that uh, oblique muscle, uh, one of the last days of the regular season. So, uh, you know, he's Boston's best perimeter defender. I thought he was going to be the best guy to match up with Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich has got to have a a monster offensive series if the Pacers want to win this. And so far, he's off to a really hot start. Turner, one for three from the field, uh, including a three-pointer. He's got three points and a couple of rebounds. Uh, Darren Collison, uh, off to a a decent start. Two for two from the field for four points. And uh, McDermott knocking down uh, that, that layup on a backdoor cut from Sabonis. Simonis with just that uh, that one assist and uh, Tyreek Evans hitting that uh, three as uh, the shot clock expired for his one field goal Uh, for the Celtics uh, Kyrie Irving three for six getting the shots up early on he's got seven points including a three Uh, he's also got four assists in the early going Jason Tatum two for two including two threes for his six points and uh, Aaron Baines five points on two for two from the field including a three Jalen Brown one for one for two points Al Horford uh, yet to get on the score sheet, but he does have a, a rebound. And Daniel Tice, uh, with a couple of free throws, is is on the board off the bench for Boston. But uh, yeah, Bogdanovich is going to be absolutely the key to this uh, this series, especially on the offensive end for the Pacers. They need him to to put up twenty plus points in in every game uh, for the rest of this series if they want to compete. Uh, you know, he averaged over twenty a game uh, after uh, the Ola Depot injury, and they're going to need him that from him. In this series, and they're going to have to continue to play, uh, you know, really, really solid defense, uh, and and you know, keep these games either in the in the high nineties or you know, in the you know, hundred hundred range. Uh, I I highly doubt the Pacers are going to be able to pull off, uh, you know, games where they win one fifteen to one ten in this series. It's going to be more like one hundred to ninety seven is going to be kind of the. The sort of results that you hope they can they can pull off here, although in this first quarter they're you know they, they got to hope that uh, you know one or two quarters they can they can get hot and and just knock down some shots because this team doesn't have a ton of shot makers. But you know they're well coached, they they run good offense, they they get some decent looks, and and I thought again they got decent looks in that game one, just were uh, really not able to to knock them down. as uh we're uh, we're back from from commercial here again uh 27 to 22 the pacers lead it by 5 here with uh a few minutes to go in this first first period and these are these are often uh you know pretty big games these game 2s uh, the the road team after losing game 1 Wants to uh, to knot up the series heading home, and and of course the home team wants to to hold home court and 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 go on the road with a two nothing series lead. Here's McDermott with the basketball, throws it to Sabonis. Sabonis dribbling with left hand on the left side, just outside the paint, backing down on Horford, finds a cutting Ev- Evans. He bobbles the pass, dribbles over the corner, but then loses it out of bounds. It will go back to the Celtics. Two oh nine to go, Boston trailing by five here. As uh, Aaron Holiday making uh, an appearance for for uh, Indiana. As Terry Rozier onto the floor for Boston. It's Rozier, Hayward, Tatum, Horford, and Morris for the Celtics. Joseph, Sabonis, Holiday, McDermott, and Evans for the Pacers. Hayward with five on the shot clock. Pulls up on Sabonis for three and knocks it down. Gordon Hayward taking advantage of the mismatch there. Pulled it back near half court and, and walked into a comfortable three. Sabonis laying off him. Here's Evans with the basketball, gets a screen from Sabonis. Pullback three on the right side. That one's off the back of the rim. Rebound Hayward. He'll get it to Rozier, who will push it down the left wing. Now we'll get a screen from Horford. Gets to the free-throw line. A beautiful hesitation move on Sabonis, and he lays it up and in off the glass with the right hand. And we are knotted up at 27, 120 to go in this first quarter. Here's McDermott with the basketball, curling off a screen, and he is fouled hard. He took a very difficult fall there, and he's... uh, a little ginger, gingerly getting up here as uh, he uh, he went full steam off of that screen, got the pass on the move, went down the lane, and, and got tripped. I believe it was Rozier that tripped him. And then Marcus Morris contesting the shot at the rim. Actually, uh, uh, McDermott's momentum landed him into Morris. So a tough fall there. I think he's all right, though. He will, I believe, head to the free throw line. To try to give the uh, the Pacers the lead once again, McDermott holding his shoulder. It looks like his his left shoulder. Game one, uh, McDermott struggled over five from the three point line with just two points. As he knocks down the first free throw, he's another guy along with you know Bogdanovich. I think he's uh, the, the most reasonable facsimile to Bogdanovich on the second unit. So when, when Bogdanovich is sitting, he's got to be a source of offense. Doesn't have to do anything amazing, but you'd hope he could get into double figures and, and knock down a few shots from the perimeter and, and get to the free throw line like he just did. He knocks down the second and the Pacers lead at 29-27 as we approach the minute mark of the first quarter. Here's Hayward with the basketball it dribbles into the paint. Euro step floater from 13 is good. Gordon Hayward looking good here in the early going. He's knocked down a couple of jumpers. Here's Joseph, one-on-one against Tatum. Crosses over, gets all the way to the bucket, and lays it up and in. Corey Joseph taking advantage in the semi-transition, and the Pacers lead it back by two. Here's Rogier, right wing three. That one rattles out. Rebound Sabonis. He'll hand it to Evans. Evans will jog into the front court over to the right wing. Gets a screen from Sabonis, dribbling left, gets to the free throw line. Pocket passes Sabonis, beautiful spin in the paint, but his shot is rejected by Horford. He hesitated a little bit after the spin and Horford able to recover. Here's Hayward, right wing, drives right to the paint, loses the basketball, picked off by Holiday. Holiday with a two-on-one will get into the paint, puts up a crazy shot off the glass with the left hand and it goes. He hit the very top of the backboard with that left-handed layup attempt. And the Pacers lead at 33-29. 15 seconds to go in the game clock. Boston will take the last shot. Rozier guarded by Holiday. Dribbling on the right side. Gets a screen from Morris. Now switched on to by Evans. Up top to Horford. Inside to Morris. Left wing to Tatum. Left corner to Hayward. Drives into the paint. Kicks it cross court to Rozier. And he can't get the shot off before the game clock expires. You know, unselfish basketball there from the Celtics. But they had a couple opportunities Add some shots to, uh, to put up before the uh, the time expired but good defense especially on the recovery by the Pacers and a good quarter from Indiana leading it 33 to 29 at the end of one and uh, a very offensive opening period of this ball game. but I mentioned uh, at the start that uh, I would I would talk about uh, the rest of the series here in uh, in the playoffs going on and, and some of my thoughts of course, uh the one eight in the Eastern Conference is the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Detroit Pistons out of uh, you know, I'm trying to think of how many games we've had at this point. We had four on Saturday, four on Sunday, uh, two on Monday, and then three last night. Uh so so for a total of thirteen, I think I've watched eleven of the thirteen thus far. The one I the first one I did not watch was uh Milwaukee versus Detroit Game One. Of course the the news that Blake Griffin was gonna miss Game One really made it so that I was, uh, you know, not really interested in watching that. That was going to be a bloodbath, and it was. Milwaukee absolutely annihilated the Pistons. And uh, I believe Blake Griffin is questionable for Game Two. I'll have to look at uh, his status now. Uh, about an hour ago, uh, he was uh, he was questionable for uh, for Game Two. But uh, if if he doesn't play in this one, uh, he is. Uh, you know, the Pistons have really really no chance. Um. You know, looking at uh, the two seven in the East, it's the the Toronto Raptors versus the Orlando Magic, um, and it looks like uh, Blake Griffin will be inactive for Game Two as well. So I, I imagine that will be another uh, absolute slaughter uh, of the of the Pistons and uh that series is is pretty much over even if Blake returns you got to imagine he's not going to be at uh, at full strength and it's unfortunate because you know the Pistons gambled on on Blake Griffin and uh you know he's had an absolutely sensational season it would have been fun to see him in the, in the playoffs but uh and and you know the Pistons gambled on him as well to to you know for these sorts of games you know i think they uh You know, being the the seventh or eighth seed in the East was about what you could have expected as the best case scenario for Detroit. They got it, but, uh, you know, you would hope that they would be a little bit more competitive in the first round, and it might be a little bit demoralizing as the series goes on, especially if Blake continues to to not be able to play in the series. But uh, Toronto Orlando, of course, that game one was absolutely sensational with uh, DJ Augustine knocking down a three in the closing seconds to give the Orlando Magic a 104 101 victory. And a lot of it came down to the point guard play. You know, DJ Augustine putting up twenty five points, really, you know, not only knocking down shots from the perimeter, but getting to the getting to the paint and, and finishing. Uh, had a couple of really impressive finishes with the right hand with some some backspin on the left side of the rim. And Michael Carter-Williams, the backup point guard, a guy that, uh, you know, I am not very high of as a basketball player because he's been one of the worst shooters in the NBA for his entire career. He actually knocked out a couple of threes in that game one, and, and uh, you know, he's always been a decent defender with his length and, and size. Uh, and, and, you know, Kyle Lowry had, had uh, an absolute horror show in that game one, going 0 for 7 and 0 of 6 from 3. So, you know, when you get uh, completely outplayed at one position, I think that's... What uh, you know? That's kind of a recipe for how a, a team can get upset in uh, in round one. Here's uh, Indiana starting the second quarter with the basketball. Aaron Holiday gets a screen from Savonas, pulls up from the free throw line. That one rattles out. Rebound Tatum. The Celtics going from right to left in the second quarter. Rozier with the basketball, dribbling with his right hand, throws it to Tatum right side. Has the ball poked away by Joseph. It's Rozier, Hayward, Morris, Tatum, and Horford for the Celtics. On the floor for the Indiana Pacers, looks like it's Corey Joseph, Aaron Holliday, Domantas Sabonis, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Tyreek Evans. Celtics with the basketball. Tatum throws it inside to Horford. Horford gets double-teamed, throws it cross-court. Rozier, right wing three. That one's off the back of the rim, no good. Fight for the rebound. It's going to be knocked out of bounds by Morris It will go to Indiana. As uh, we are going to look at uh, Marcus Smart. Excuse me, I said a strain in his oblique. It actually was a tear, which uh, will keep him out, I believe, through the first two rounds of the postseason. As a holiday up top to Tyreek Evans. Evans guarded by Morris. We'll get a screen from Sabonis now. Goes the other way. Goes right of the lane. Gets all the way to the basket and lays it up and in off the glass. Tyreek Evans with a decent start. Knocking down a three and getting to the rim there. And the Pacers lead is six. Horford with the ball at the top, hands it off to Rogier. he bobbles it, picks it back up, gets a screen from Horford, dribbling left, gets over to the corner, now switched on by Sabonis, throws it into the post to Horford, Horford getting double teamed, finds a cutting Hayward, but Joseph sneaking in from behind and taking it away, he'll push the tempo for Indiana, gets to the free throw line, kicks it out to Evans, Evans isolating against Morris, hands it off to Sabonis. Sabonis gets it to Joseph. Joseph curling into the paint. Lays it up and in off the glass and in. Corey Joseph gives the Pacers a 37-29 lead. 10.25 to go in the second quarter. Rogier up top to Horford. Horford guarded by Sabonis, Will get it to Hayward right side. He'll drive into the paint. Gets all the way to the basket. Jump stop. Shot fakes. Puts it up. No good. And the fight for the rebound. It'll go off of the Pacers. And uh, the Celtics will retain it. Nice move from Hayward there. Good patience. You know, uh, letting the defense fly by, but not able to convert from close range. 10-13 to go in the second quarter. Tatum with the ball on the left corner. He'll drive baseline, gets right past Tyreek Evans and flushes it home with two hands. Tyreek Evans there, poor defense, just allowing a straight line drive. Evans guarded by Morris with a basketball, throws it left side to Sabonis, hands off to Bogdanovich. He'll take a deep three off the back of the rim, no good. Rebound by Baines. Baines hands it off to Irving. Irving gets into the paint, goes behind the back, kicks it left side to Rogier, up top to Baines, fakes the three, dribbles with the right hand, hands it off to Tatum. Tatum fakes the three, drives right of the lane, into the corner to Morris. Morris jab step and is called, and there's going to be a foul, I believe it's on Evans, for a hand check on Morris there. So the Celtics will get a reset of the, of the shot clock to 14. Here's Tatum with a basketball on the left wing. Gets a double screen. Throws it right side to Rogier Back to Tatum. Isolating on Sabonis. Pull up three from the top. Off the back of the rim. No good. Rebound Evans. Evans will push it for Indiana. Gets to the line. To the lane. Inside to Sabonis. Out to Holiday. Right corner three. That one's off the back of the rim. No good. Rebound Irving. Irving throws it to Morris on the left side. Morris spins, gets over and hands it off to Rogier. Rozier dribbles right. Now spins back, gets left of the lane, throws it cross-court right wing. Irving, three. That's good. Kyrie Irving continues to be the best player on the floor for the Boston Celtics as uh, he has knocked out a bunch of outside shots in the early going, and it's going to be another timeout for Indiana. 858 to go in the first half. Indiana, 37. And Boston, 34. As Kyrie now has 10 points on 4 for 7 from the field, including 2 from downtown. But uh, going back to that Toronto-Orlando series, Kyle Lowry had a, uh, you know, I mentioned his horrible Game 1. And and that combined with uh, the the stellar point guard play from Orlando in Game 1 kind of made the difference I thought in Game 2, you know, Lowry had a great bounce-back game. He looked a lot more aggressive, obviously took more than seven shots and, and was knocking them down, getting to the basket, uh, and, and, you know, just playing like the Kyle Lowry that we know. You know, he, he is a bit of a confusing playoff performer. He sometimes, I think, could, could get into his own head a little bit. But uh, Toronto's defense also just absolutely uh, picked, up, uh, picked it up to another level and really uh, shut down Orlando's offense. Uh, so that series, uh, 1-1 going back to Orlando, I think Toronto is going to win this series pretty easily. Uh, you know, it, it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't shock me if Orlando wins one more, but I'm guessing it's going to end up being 4-1 Toronto. I think that uh, that game one was enough of an uh, incentive to, to really play, uh, you know, A-plus basketball, and, and I expect Toronto to do just that. Uh, the the three six in the East has been has been really really fascinating. Uh, Philadelphia versus Brooklyn. A lot of people giving Brooklyn basically no chance, but the fact that Embiid has had some injury issues has been limited in terms of the amount of time he can spend on the floor. Around twenty to twenty four minutes a game uh, has uh, has opened the door a little bit for Brooklyn because Embiid is the one guy that the Nets just have no match for. He's just uh, easily the best player on the floor and and uh, absolutely dominates when he's out there. But, you know, the fact that uh, Philly has to play more than half the game without him and the fact that they're not a deep team to begin with has has really given Brooklyn some life. And the Nets, with, uh, you know, their their perimeter scoring of, uh, you know, D'Angelo Russell and Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis Lavert, has, uh, you know, really been able to have an effective offensive performance against Philadelphia, attacking mismatches, getting to the bucket, uh, taking a lot of threes, driving kicks, and, uh, you know, I, I think the key player in the series between game one and two was Jared Dudley. You know, Dudley was excellent, not only defending Boban. You'd think that was a huge mismatch. But but Boban, you know, essentially is getting the same shots off on the post against Dudley that he does against anybody else. Uh, Dudley able to, you know, have a, he's got a strong base. He was able to hold his ground and not get backed under the basket. Uh, and then his ability to stretch the floor and make Boban absolutely you know, a liability defensively. He already is one, but uh, when he doesn't have a center that, that uh, can't shoot to guard, it really makes it tough on him. Uh, so, you know, Dudley not being out there in game two, I think, was was pretty big for not only Brooklyn's offense, but also, you know, he's a veteran. He's a guy that, despite his lack of athleticism, knows where to be. He's a good communicator. Uh, Brooklyn's transition D in that game two was really poor. Uh, that's the thing against Philadelphia, and especially a guy like Ben Simmons, uh, you've got to get three or four guys into the paint, prevent Ben Simmons from from having those driving lanes in transition when the defense isn't quite set. And Brooklyn did a good job of that in Game One, and really struggled uh, with that in Game Two. And I think Dudley was was a big part of that as well, uh, especially you know being a guy that is going to stand behind the three point line. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that series. At the next timeout as uh, Indiana has the ball coming out of commercial as Bogdanovich left side to Sabonis up top to Callison. Callison looking for Sabonis on the left elbow. Sabonis rips through, gets to the baseline, puts it up, no good, but he draws the foul. Good aggressive move there from Sabonis. A uh, you know, a rip-through going to his strong hand and uh, able to draw the foul on Boston. Had Morris on him and uh Baines coming over for help. Sabonis able to to show the basketball with a shot fake, Baines got up off his feet and uh, committed the foul as uh, Savonis knocking down the first free throw. Indiana 38, Boston 34, 8.42 to go in the second quarter. Indiana going from left to right here in the first half. Savonis' second free throw rattles out, rebound Baines. So the Pacers lead it by four. Rogier with the basketball for the Celtics. He'll walk it into the front court. Throws it right side to Morris. Morris up top to Irving. Irving at about 20 feet. Guarded by Joseph. Gets to the free-throw line. Backing down. Fade away from 14 is good. Kyrie Irving knocking down another shot. I believe that gives him 12 on the night. 5 of 8 from the field. Bogdanovich left side up top to Sabonis. Right wing to Collison. Back to, to uh, Bogdanovich. He'll get into the paint. Kicks it. Right corner. Thaddeus Young 3. That one rattles out. That was halfway down. And uh, Marcus Morris with the rebound. He'll get it to Rogier. Rogier, a beautiful crossover on Callison, Had the three, but passed up on it. 14 on the shot clock. He'll direct some players around the floor. He'll get a screen from Morris. Now dribbling over on the left side. Finds Morris on the right elbow. Guarded by Callison. Six on the shot clock. Gets double teamed. Fade away. No good. Rebound Young. Young will get it to Callison. Callison will push. It's a one-on-three situation, so he'll pull it into the corner. Now throws it up top to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich guarded by Tatum. Now we will drive left. Gets to the free-throw line. Pulls up from there and hits. Looked like he got pushed in the back as well on that shot, but no call. And the Pacers lead back up to four. Here's Rogier with the basketball. Gets a screen from Baines. Gets to the free-throw line. Gets into the paint. Fade away from 13. No good. Bad shot there from Rogier. Plenty of time on the shot clock. Rebound, Collison. Collison gets it over the timeline. Guarded by Rozier. Will await a screen from Sabonis at the top. Gets to the line. Pulls up from the, there on the right elbow. That one's no good. Rebound Tatum. Those are the shots in, in game one that Collison couldn't knock down. He was wide open there from about 15 feet. He, as, uh, as good of a shooter as he is, he's got to be able to hit those shots. Here's Tatum with the basketball, top of the key, crosses over, gets left of the lane, gets all the way to the bucket but can't finish. Fight for the rebound, tipped by Baines, finally picked up by Sabonis. Here is Bogdanovich, left wing, guarded by Irving. He'll back him down, gets more towards the corner now at about 15 feet continuing to back down spins baseline has the ball poked away from Irving picks it back up Young grabs it finds Bogdanovich in the corner now right wing Joseph three off the back of the rim no good rebound Rogier, he'll get it to Irving right wing gets right of the lane step back jumper is good Kyrie Irving with 14 now six of nine from the field continuing to shoot the basketball well Indiana 40, Boston 38, 615 to go in this first half. Callison dribbling at the Celtics logo. Dribbling with his right hand, awaiting a screen from Young. Now gets it, now dribbling to his left to the line. Back out Young fakes the shot from about 18. Back to Callison. Callison dribbling to his right, fakes the shot, puts it up, looking for the foul. No good. Rebound Rogier. Rogier has a breakaway opportunity. Finds Morris left wing three. That one was offline from the get-go. Rebound. By Sabonis. Sabonis will find a cutting Thaddeus Young. Right-wing Bogdanovich sidesteps. Shoots the three. No good. Fight for the rebound. Picked up by Rozier. This is the kind of cold streak that really hurts Indiana. They're getting good looks. Just can't knock them down. And we've got a timeout from the Celtics. uh, With 5.38 to go in the second quarter. It's Indiana 40. Boston 38. Yeah, Indiana again in this cold stretch. You know, has gotten good looks. That's the thing. You know, Boston's defense is solid, of course. They're taking away the really easy stuff. But Indiana is, you know, they're playing with pace. They're they're executing offensively. They're taking advantage of transition opportunities and getting good looks. You know, again, Collison, wide open 15-footer. Then a couple possessions later, you've got Bogdanovich, wide open three after a sidestep to let the defender fly by in transition. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where the Pacers... Uh, you, you know, they may go through these cold droughts because they just don't have quite a, as good a shooting as you would hope for and as uh, as good a shot making as you would hope for out of a playoff team, especially with the injury to Victor Oladipo. But uh, they're going to have to make just enough shots to, uh, to, to hang on here, and, and they're maintaining a two-point lead despite just scoring seven points here through about half of the second quarter. Going back to that Philly-Brooklyn series, I mentioned Jared Dudley's impact and and how big of a loss that was in Game 2. Another thing that's really interested me in this series, and and I've been a little bit confused as far as Brooklyn is concerned, you know, I've loved a lot of the things that Kenny Atkinson has done, you know, throwing in some zone, uh, leaving, uh, you know, shooters that that aren't very good for Philadelphia uh, and, and clogging the paint. Uh, and, you know, their transition defense, I think, was really good in game one. And, and you see that a lot when the road team steals game one. Uh, you know, a lot of those uh, game plan type stuff isn't executed as, uh, um, as intensely uh, in that game two because the team is content. Uh, but they're going to have to get back to executing their transition defense, especially in, in games three and four in Brooklyn. But the, the biggest strategy that I've been kind of confused with as far as Atkinson and the Nets is you know when when Boban Marjanovic gets the ball at the free throw line, the, their centers, the the guys guarding Boban, have just completely laid off him and and given him that shot. And and Boban, despite the fact that he's seven three and just an enormous human being, he's he's more of a finesse player than he is really a just dominant force in terms of strength and size. You know he has those things, but he's actually really skilled. He's got really good touch. And you know, you leave him with wide open free throw line jumpers. He's going to make eight or nine out of every ten of those. And and you know, that's a big part of why Brooklyn has been able to. Or I mean, excuse me. Uh, the Sixers have had such great success offensively when Embiid has been off the floor. When really, that should be a little bit harder for them. For them to you know, those points should be a little bit harder to come by. Uh, so so that's something that uh, I would hope that uh, that Brooklyn looks at and says, you know what, this this is something we thought might work, but it, it clearly hasn't. Uh, and and I just don't see what uh, you know having that extra player a few feet back does for your defense either. You can still ignore some of those perimeter guys that can't shoot off the ball uh, and still get up in Boban's face and and prevent those just easy uh, free throw line jump shots. So so that's something I, I'm going to be looking out for. Obviously, Dudley uh, whether he can play in Game Three is going to be pretty important as well. Uh, but uh, and, and the transition defense is going to be is going to be a big factor for for Brooklyn and you know for Philly I think they did a better job of getting guys like you know coming in off the bench with with James Ennis and Jonah Bolden guys that are capable of knocking down shots uh, to give them a little bit more spacing than they had in that game one where they really struggled Boston with the basketball out of the timeout and Gordon Hayward stepping on the sideline there as uh, he faced up on Joseph. It'll be a turnover. The ball will go back to the Pacers. Joseph will inbound it on the far sideline. We'll get it into Darren Collison. Pacers going a little bit more with two-point guard looks to give them a little bit more of offensive punch here with Holiday playing some in this ballgame. Here's Collison on the right wing, dribbling towards the right corner. Throws it up top to Young. Young will take the right wing three. That one's well short. Rebound Irving. Young has been more, uh, you know... uh, Willing to to shoot the three ball in this one. Irving gets a screen from Baines on the left side. Pulls up from three. That one's no good. Rebound. Pacers. Here's Joseph with the basketball. Dribbling up top. Finds Young. Top of the key. Hands it off to Collison. Collison on the right side. Gets a screen from Young. Dribbles towards the corner. Fakes the shot. Picks up his dribble. Finds Young on the right elbow. elbow or Young guarded by Baines. Hands it off to Matthews. To the top of the key for Young. There's a 17-foot jumper and he nails it. The lefty for the Pacers knocking down a couple of jump shots in this first half. That's also a welcome sight for Indiana fans. 440 to go in the first half. Celtics trailing by four. Here's a steal by Young. breakaway, away and he's going to finish it with two hands. Another great play by Thaddeus Young giving the Pacers a six-point lead. And again, another play where he's creating a live ball turnover and giving the Indiana an easy bucket. Here's Hayward, the ball top of the key, dribbling over to the left wing. Finds Horford at the top. Hands it off to Hayward. Dribbling with his right hand. Back to Horford. Left elbow jumper. That one rattles out. Rebound, Joseph. Joseph will push it. Again, Indiana playing with a lot more pace as well in this ballgame. I think that's been a big improvement. Collison up top to Turner. Back to Collison. Guarded by Hayward. We'll get a screen from Turner. Collison to the line, and we're going to have an offensive foul as Turner called for an illegal pick. 4.02 to go in the second quarter. As Kyrie Irving looks like maybe he uh, hurt his hand a little bit trying to swipe the ball away from Sabonis uh, a few minutes ago. As the doctor was looking at it, but he's out there on the floor. Irving up top to Tice. Left wing to Horford. Horford guarded by Young. Throws it inside to uh, Jalen Brown. Looks like a miscommunication there. Collison turned his back and Brown was wide open for the easy land. Collison dribbling on the right side. Guarded by Brown. Throws it up top to Matthews. Matthews, guarded by Hayward, will await a screen from Young. Gets to the free-throw line. Left elbow, picks up his dribble, back to Young. Young will fake the pass, drives in, puts up a running left-hander. No good. Rebound, Hayward. Hayward will push it up into the front court. gets a screen from Tice, drives right of the lane, puts it up. Nobody draws the foul. That one's going to be on Miles Turner. That's his second foul in about a minute here, as he was just called for an illegal screen a couple of possessions ago. That's got to be on Collison on that uh, miscommunication there as uh, they uh, gave up that wide-open brown layup on the previous possession. Hayward with 10 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists in the Game 1 Celtics victory. He continued to improve as the season went along. It wasn't, uh, you know, as fast or as substantial of an improvement as uh, maybe Celtics fans hoped for. But uh, I think he did show steady signs of... uh, of improvement even if it was minimal improvement month over month and uh you know he's he's been playing decent basketball he he looks like he's he's got some of that athleticism back you know doing euro steps getting into the paint and finishing or hanging in the air or or being able to stop and let the defender fly by it's it's a good sign as uh he he gets further and further away from that horrific injury here's a pick and roll colson with a pocket pass to young and he puts up a left-handed floater from 13 and hits the Pacers lead at 46-42 to 40, 42 as we hit the three-minute mark of this second quarter. Irving gets a screen. Isolation against Young. Goes behind the back. Young, great defense. Irving fading away from 16 and hits anyway. That is about as good a defense as you could play. Young cut him off a, a couple of times trying to get around him, but then Irving able to just fade over the top and knock it down. Irving with 16 now on the game, 9 in the quarter. Here's Collison, another pick and roll with Young. Young now gets a switch with Irving on him at the free-throw line. Young finds a cutting Bogdanovich, but his floater is well off the mark. Rebound Horford. He'll hand it to Irving. Throws the lob to Tice. He bobbles the pass. Picks it back up. And there's a foul on the play. This one, I believe, is going to be on Thaddeus Young. Yeah, Irving drove right, was cut off, then drove left, was cut off, then decided just to take a a fadeaway step back, going to his left. And uh, Young with a good contest as well, but Irving with the arc... Able to get it up over the top and knock it down. Celtics with an opportunity to tie or take the lead here. Trailing 46-44 with possession. Here's Hayward with the basketball top of the key. Right wing to Irving. Irving guarded by Matthews. Drives right around him. Gets all the way to the hoop, but can't finish. Rebound by Young. Throws it to Bogdanovich, and he is fouled from behind. Jalen Brown can't believe it. As uh, he thought he got that one cleanly as he poked it away. And that's the third foul on Jalen Brown. You don't usually see Kyrie Irving miss those kind of point blank opportunities, but uh, Indiana, I believe it was Thaddeus Young coming late with a contest at the rim, maybe just put him off enough to force the miss. So the Pacers leading 46 44, 2.14 to go in the second quarter, and I believe Tatum will come in for Brown after Brown just picked up his third. Bogdanovich will inbound it near sideline. Gets into the right corner to Collison. Collison with 18 on the shot clock. Gets a screen from Turner. Throws it up top to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich gets a screen from Sabonis. Left side. Crosses over on Horford. Throws it cross court. Right wing. Young three. That one's well short. Young after hitting a couple of jumpers has been off on his last few. And the Celtics again with an opportunity to tie or take the lead. Here's Tatum. Left corner. Throws it cross court. Hayward. Hayward guarded by Bogdanovich. Throws it inside to Horford. 10 on the shot clock, Horford facing up on Sabonis, right corner, no, short, gets his own rebound, throws it cross-court, Tatum fakes the, the corner three, steps in and hits the 18-footer. Jason Tatum with great patience there, letting the defender fly by on the contest, taking a dribble in and taking a comfortable mid-ranger. Tatum now with 10 points on four for six, and we've got a 46-46 ballgame. Here's Collison with the basketball, gets a screen from Sabonis, pulls up from 17, It hits. Darren Collison has been a lot more assertive and a lot better at uh, knocking down those open looks tonight than he was in Game 1. Collison already with three jumpers. He's got six. Horford ball on the left wing, guarded by Young. Throws it right side to Tice. Tice hands it to Irving. Irving gets double teamed. Left side, Horford throws the lob to Tice, and he is able to poke it in with his right hand. The lob wasn't exactly perfect, but Tice able to redirect it with his right hand off the backboard and in. Again, we're tied at 48, 55 seconds to go in this second quarter. Collison dribbling with the basketball, hands it off to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich gets a screen from Sabonis, Hedestein, line to the lane, loses the basketball, it's picked up by Tatum, and he will fly in for an easy two-handed flush. And the Celtics retake the lead. It's Boston 50, Indiana 48, 40 seconds on the game clock. Let's see if the Pacers can get a two-for-one here. Collison with a basketball, getting a screen from Young, dribbles left of the lane, tries to throw the pass back to Young, he's able to scoop it up out of the air, and gets fouled as uh, the pass was deflected, as uh, Collison tried to throw the uh, the pass back to Young on the pick and roll, the pass was deflected, but uh, not enough, and Young able to uh, to gather it and draw the foul. And it looks like the Pacers, uh, with 30.8 left to go in the second quarter, were able to execute the two-for-one just about perfectly. There will be about a a seven-second differential between the game and shot clock. First free throw from Thaddeus Young is up and in. He'll have one more to try to knot the game back up at 50. Again, after an 84-74 game one, it's nice to see perhaps both teams hitting the 50-point mark here before the end of the first half. Young with the second, and that's good as well. We've got another tie here as the Celtics. Tatum inbounds at a Horford back to Tatum as uh, Corey Joseph was full-court pressing and denying Irving from getting the ball and dribbling it up. Tatum near the half-court line on the right side with 10 on the shot clock, 17 on the game clock. will dribble his left hand now. And it looks like we've got a foul on the Pacers. It's on Corey Joseph. And uh, whatever two for one opportunity they had is now gone because uh, the the shot clock resets at 14 now, and there's only a .9 second difference between the game clock and the shot clock. That's one of those where uh, you know, if you've got a foul to give, that those foul to gives hurt because it basically denies Indiana possession as long as Boston does what they should and and run this clock down. Irving with the basketball, six on the shot clock. Seven on the game clock, dribbling on the right side, guarded by Bogdanovich, drives left, gets into the paint, puts it up off the glass and in with the floater, as uh, the Celtics lead at 52-50. Thaddeus Young struggling to get it in, finds Evans, Evans will fire away from half court, doesn't get it off in time, and that is halftime with the score, the Boston Celtics 52 and the Indiana Pacers 50, very entertaining opening half to this ballgame. And of course, uh, Pacers fans might be worried, though coming out into the third quarter—that's where the Pacers really struggled in that uh, in that game one loss, where they put up just eight points in the third. So I'm sure that will be a, a priority for Nate McMillan to maintain the pace and uh, maintain the offensive flow, uh, and and hopefully the Pacers can can keep this competitive as we uh, we move towards the second half. Now. uh... I already broke down pretty much all my thoughts of uh, the Eastern Conference series. I thought I'd go now towards uh, towards the Western Conference, and and uh, the first series to talk about there is the the one eight matchup in the West, which is Golden State versus uh, the uh, the Los Angeles Clippers, and uh, of course Golden State winning Game One, you know, in relatively easy fashion, and then in Game Two, leading by as many as thirty one with about eight and a half to go in the uh, in the third quarter. But uh, at that point, Steph Curry picked up his fourth personal foul. And uh, boy, did the Clippers uh, continue to play hard and, and make one incredible comeback. And uh, again, according to, uh, you know, they didn't keep track of, uh, of comebacks prior to the 2000 season. But prior to, I mean, from 2000 till 2019, this was the, uh, the greatest comeback in NBA playoff history. The Clipper, Clippers coming back from 31 down to win it 135-131. And again, Steph Curry's uh, foul trouble played a part. He sat out, and the Clippers were able to take it from about 31 down to, uh, you know, into the mid-teens before the end of the third quarter. That was a big part of it. You know, obviously, if you're down 31 heading into the fourth, there there would have been no chance. But uh, the Clippers just chipping away as uh, as the second half went along, and a lot of that was due to Lou Williams. You know, as soon as Steph came out of the ball game, Doc Rivers inserted his scoring machine, Lou Williams, and uh, the Clippers really, uh, you know, continue to score the ball at a really high rate. Uh, that pick and roll with Lou Williams and, and Montrez Harrell uh, was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, the the thing that's most impressive, I think Lou Williams ended up with 36 points and, and 11 assists in that Game 2 comeback win. Uh, but the, the thing that's really impressive about Lou Williams for me is, you know, in, in previous years, you know, he's had stints with Toronto and Houston where, you know, he, he really struggled... Uh, to to be an effective offensive player in the postseason, and a lot of that was due to the fact that you know he he relies a lot on getting to the free throw line and a lot of trickery and those sorts of things, and uh, you know uh, this year with the Clippers that he's really turned that around, and despite the fact that he hasn't gotten to the free throw line as much in the in this series as he did in the regular season, uh, he he's been able to to maintain that that scoring and offensive production. Uh, making shots and, and making really difficult shots. He he's one of those rare guys that you know a shot where he's going to his left and as he jumps, his you know he's not lined up to the basket. He's fading to his left as he releases it, makes it really tough to block the shot, but it also makes it really tough to be accurate on those sorts of attempts. But he's been able to knock those down. He hit a couple of shots at the uh, in the last couple of minutes of that game two comeback that were just incredible. One that was. Hanging in the air over Clay Thompson, uh, you know he, he, uh, he, Andy, you know with uh, with him really rolling, he then maybe is able to get a few calls. He got a foul on Draymond Green driving to his right. Green bumped him, and he put up the shot, got to the free throw line. You know when when you're actually rolling like that, and the referees, uh, you know, you know the referees feel that stuff too. When a guy is really hot and, and is a really good offensive player, you know you might get some calls that you otherwise wouldn't if you're struggling. Or if your team's struggling, but uh, you know that, that Lou Williams Harold uh, pick and roll has been has been really tough for the Warriors to stop, and I think the other big thing the, the Warriors need to do is 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 they got to start you know really dominating those those starter versus starter minutes. The fact that uh, for for a good chunk of that this, the fourth quarter the the Warriors went with their death lineup and and still got outplayed by the Clippers uh, was 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 quite surprising, but. Uh, you know, the Warriors have been known, they've, they've had a tendency in past years to, to kind of just uh, give up a game, and, and uh, y- you obviously can understand being up 31, how there could be a bit of a letdown in terms of the intensity and uh, thinking that you've got it wrapped up. And, and once you let go of the rope, it's, it's hard to kind of uh, to, to pick back up and, and, and really get playing at your best. But all credit to the, to the Clippers able to, able to pull that off and, and not giving up. The other thing about that series, obviously, that's worth mentioning, the unfortunate news with DeMarcus Cousins and uh, tearing his uh, his quad, uh, that uh, certainly you got to feel bad for the guy, not only you know, missing out on free agency last year on a big payday with that Achilles tear, but then as well this year he was going to be a free agent as well, and I think that was one of the big reasons why he joined the Warriors and, and signed a one-year deal was so that he could kind of rehabilitate his value on the market. And get back out there and get a, a big payday this off season. And now it looks like that may even be questionable as well. Uh, so you gotta feel really bad for the guy. I think the interesting part, though, is you know a lot of people talked about the fact that uh, you know this is just a one year thing with the Warriors. But uh, due to this situation, you know it it may be a maybe a scenario where Demarcus Cousins comes back because again maybe teams again with him coming off another injury might be a little wary of of giving him a big deal or a deal that he that he's comfortable with so he may you know try to make the same bet on himself again you know take a one-year deal with golden state i think they can give him 120 percent of of his salary that he earned this year uh and and uh you know make the bet on himself again hopefully uh stay healthy next year and then get a big deal in the following offseason uh you know maybe that will be the best opportunity for cousins and you know in the event that du- kevin durant leaves you know maybe cousins would have more of a a bigger role in the in the offense with the warriors and maybe they would need him a little bit more than they do currently uh in his offensive production and skill so that that's an interesting thing to think about uh, but obviously, the the first thought is uh, you know you just feel bad for the guy, and you hope that he has a uh, has a uh, a quick and, and and solid recovery, and he can get back to the Demarcus Cousins, the the uh, you know the All Pro that uh, that he was a, a few seasons ago. But uh, moving on to another series in the West is the two seven matchup, the Denver Nuggets versus the San Antonio Spurs. This has been a really fascinating couple of games, and. You know, I picked Denver to win this in six over San Antonio, but I thought I, I would not be shocked if it went seven. I thought it was going to be a very competitive series. And heck, Denver nearly went down 0 2 uh, if it wasn't for a, a fourth quarter flurry from Jamal Murray uh, to to uh, seal that game two victory and, and not the series back up at one. But the Nuggets, you know, they are the more talented team. They have more firepower, uh, but. They just really struggled to shoot the basketball. Guys like, you know, prior to that fourth quarter run, Jamal Murray was atrocious in games one and two, just couldn't get anything to fall. He seemed flustered out there. You know, of course, this is his first playoff experience. Um, And, you know, Will Barton, another starter for the Nuggets, you know, was basically rendered unplayable. And Mike Malone had to go with, you know, Malik Beasley, although Beasley, I think, is a good option. I think he maybe should have gone to Beasley sooner than he did. Uh, due to Barton's struggles, and I think he's got to have a quick leash if Barton continues to struggle as a starter, uh, you know, on the road. Um, but, you know, the, the Nuggets really do need Jamal Murray to, to play well, and, and he finally got it going in that fourth quarter. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the biggest part of, of Murray's game is he really does open up things for Jokic. If, if Murray really gets going, defenses have to pay a little bit more attention to him, which opens things up for Jokic. And frankly, You know, Jokic has done a tremendous job and and showed great patience just continuing to play the right way, making the right pass when he's double teamed in the post, you know, playing great defense. He's been excellent defensively on, guarding LaMarcus Aldridge, taking away his right hand, that right-handed jump hook that Aldridge likes to go to on the block, and uh, really bodying him up and and not letting Aldridge, uh, you know, get the kind of contact he likes to feel in a rhythm on those fadeaway jumpers. Jokic kind of, uh, you know... Um, bumping him at uh, you know kind of unexpected moments keeping Aldridge off balance uh, he's he's been absolutely tremendous uh, on the defensive end and and you know this was a good matchup for Jokic defensively as well as the Spurs don't have uh, you know a ton of shooting in that starting lineup and uh, you know their their point guards aren't although Derek White is uh, you know Starting to become better in terms of his uh, ability to drive to the basket, he had that monster dunk in Game One. He's not a guy that relentlessly attacks the hoop and puts pressure on the rim uh, that that maybe gives Jokic a little bit more of an issue. And you know the Spurs again don't play bigs that that uh, that stretch the floor much outside of Aldridge and his eighteen to twenty footers. But you know Pirtle is a uh, you know a big man that's going to be around the basket. And uh, you know Aldridge is is not as comfortable stretching out the three, so Jokic doesn't have to defend on the perimeter as much. So it's a it's a really good series for Jokic in terms of his defensive uh, skill set. And you know the, the the Spurs have have done a good job in terms of they they, uh, they they've taken away a lot of the easy stuff from from uh, from the Nuggets' offensive game. Popovich calls a timeout just about every time the the Nuggets score on a backdoor layup, or you know chastises one of his defenders every time uh, that dribble handoff leads to a backdoor cut. Uh, he he wants to take all of that stuff away and really make the Nuggets earn it and and earn it exclusively by taking jump shots. and And that strategy definitely worked for you know a court or a game and uh, three quarters, but unfortunately Murray finally uh, was able to knock down some shots. And it's not a fluke either. Murray was a 37% three-point shooter. Uh, he's he's really good shooter of the basketball. So I would expect him to play more like he did in the fourth quarter, uh, the rest of the series, as opposed to how he started. Um, but, you know, the the Spurs have, uh, you know, they're a team that, that gets back in transition. They don't attack the offensive glass. They uh, They're going to make you earn everything. And offensively, the Spurs, you know, although they're not super explosive, the bench does have a lot of shooters out there, and uh, you know they're they're going to continue to put up points even if DeRozan and Aldridge have off nights. I think they're they're inefficient scorers at their worst. They're going to still put up points. So so Denver, I think the the biggest thing for them is just getting their offense going, and and that's getting guys like Jamal Murray and and Will Barton playing a little bit more consistently and and knocking down shots on a more consistent basis. They're getting good looks, and you know Mike Malone has got to uh, has got to. To pull the plug on some of these guys a little bit sooner, you know, get the likes of Beasley uh, out there on the floor, and and I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Juancho Hernan Gomez. You know, I've been a, ban, a fan, <clears throat> excuse me, a fan of of Hernan Gomez for a while now, and uh, you know he's he's a guy that can can give them a little bit more offense than, uh, for instance, like a Tory Craig or even a uh, a Plumley out there at times. If uh, you know, I, I thought it was a mistake bringing Plumley in in the third quarter of of that game too. Uh, you know, when they were down 10, they had 50 points halfway through the third. You know, I think they, they need to go with some some more offensive lineups if their offense is really struggling, because their defense has been fine. The Denver Nuggets defense has been totally fine in this series. They just need to get going offensively. And I, I think they will do so. They have to win at least one in San Antonio. Uh, and, you know, the the good thing about winning game two at home is that guarantees Denver gets at least another home game in this series. So even if San Antonio takes uh, games uh, three and four at home, Denver will have not only games three and four, but also game six if they can take care of home court to uh, to try to get that one road win. So I still expect Denver to, to win that one, but uh, it has been a really fascinating, intriguing series. And San Antonio certainly has, uh, has earned my respect, and, and I definitely wouldn't be shocked if, if they come out of it and win that. Another series of the 3-6 matchup in the West is Portland and uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, Portland at the three seed. I, uh, You know, this is the one that I've uh, I've gotten the most wrong. Now, I mentioned I, I've i watched 11 of the 13 games heading into this one tonight between the, the Celtics and Pacers. Uh, game two of this series is the other one that I haven't gotten around to yet. But watching game one, I think Billy Donovan may get fired for, for this series if they end up losing. I thought he was absolutely atrocious. It was a horrible coaching performance in Game 1. You know, Enos Cantor is absolutely a sieve on the defensive end. They, uh, you know, he's a guy that you've got to attack at all times. And, and the Thunder just let them off the hook, let him stay on the floor by not attacking. And, uh, you know, they, the first couple of possessions of that Game 1, they went to that Westbrook-Adams pick-and-roll and the way the Trailblazers defend the pick and roll, they have the center drop back, and uh, have to you know he in that position that guy has to be able to defend both guys, stop the guy getting to the basket, the the, the ball handler, and also prevent the the center from from rolling and getting an easy bucket. And Cantor's just not capable of doing that. You know the the Thunder ran that I think four times in the first a couple of minutes of that game one, and had great success. You know Westbrook got to the hoop once and, and made a layup. Uh, and Stephen Adams got about three or four wide open little push shots from about three feet away. Uh, and they were all going in. And then the Thunder just decided to completely go away from that. And uh, they finally brought it back with a couple of minutes to go in the ballgame. Again, had plenty of success with it. Got great looks. Uh, but... You can't go away from something that is, uh, you know, your best option for 42 minutes, you know. It's uh, absolutely ridiculous. You should attack Cantor every minute he's on the floor. They should run that play 100 times if they have to uh, to get him off the floor. Because if you don't, uh, you know, what Cantor did in Game 1, scoring 20 points with 18 rebounds, keeping Adams off the offensive glass— He's going to be effective in all the other areas, but the place he is not is defense, and if you don't make him pay for that, he's going to be a plus player for the Blazers. And absolutely horrendous coaching. I thought, you know, the fact that he played Dennis Schroeder so much over the the likes of Terrence Ferguson was another reason why, you know, you see McCollum and Lillard going off like they have. You know, with Ferguson guarding Lillard, or excuse me, with Ferguson guarding uh, McCollum and George guarding Lillard, you can maybe take those guys away a little bit or at least slow them down. That's what you need to do against this Blazers team because they're their biggest source of offense. Uh, but instead, you know, you bring on Schroeder and you put Westbrook on Lillard for a lot of the game. And, and uh, you know, Lillard got a bunch of wide open looks, albeit from about 30 feet uh, where Westbrook just wasn't guarding him. It's like Lillard has, uh, you know, has the best range or one of the best, uh, you know, the uh, he's one of the top two I would say in the league in terms of his ability to shoot from deep, outside of Steph Curry, uh, and and Westbrook just completely ignored him and just said, oh, you can take that a uh, standstill jumper from thirty feet. That that's a good shot for Lillard, uh, but you know, Westbrook, you should put him on a guy like uh, Harkless and Aminu. So when Westbrook just decides to not play defense. Uh, you know, it's not going to hurt you as much because those guys aren't, you know, really great from beyond the arc. Uh, So I'll talk a little bit more about uh, some other things I thought Donovan struggled with in that series and and what Oklahoma City should do. But uh, we're back here to start the second half. Indiana going from right to left to start this third quarter, trailing by two. Here's Matthews getting in the paint, kicks it out to Turner. He bobbles the pass, now finds Matthews left corner three. That's good. As the Celtics... uh, You know, after that uh, handoff from from Matthews just left him wide open. Miscommunication there, and Matthews made him pay, and the Pacers take a 53-52 lead. Here's Irving of the basketball right side, and he's going to be, actually we're going to have a foul off the ball. It's going to be on Aaron Baines at a legal screen, sticking his elbow out on that pick to try to give Irving a little bit more space. So the Pacers will have it yet again, leading by one now, just 30 seconds into this second half. Collison at the Boston logo, throws it right wing to Matthews, fakes the three side steps, gets it to Young. Young back to Collison. Collison gets a screen, gets to the paint, finds Young on the cut. His left-handed layup is good. Got that scoop shot right over the outstretched arms of Aaron Baines. The Pacers start off the third on a 5 nothing run. Here's Jalen Brown the basketball, getting to the free throw line, pulls up from there and hits. Good patience there. Brown coming off a off-ball screen. Got to the free-throw line. Stopped. Let the defense fly by and knocked down the 15-footer. Here's Callison up top to Matthews. Matthews gets a screen from Young. Dribbling to the left. Step back three on the wing. No good. And the rebound is bounced out to Collison. Callison finds Bogdanovich left corner. Fakes the three. Drives in. Kicks it out. Miles Turner top of the key three. And he hits. Miles Turner Giving the Pacers a 58-54 to lead as the Pacers come off, get off to a 3-for-3 three three start here in the second half. Here's Irving of the basketball. It's a screen from Horford. Line to the lane. Puts it up with the left hand. Gets the roll. Kyrie Irving makes it a 58-56 Pacers lead. Here is Callison up top to Young. Young will fake the three. Drives in and he is bumped by Aaron Baines. And that's going to be the second foul on Baines in just the matter of minutes as we're less than two minutes into this third period. Baines now with three personals. Here's Thaddeus Young. Left wing finds Bogdanovich. Free throw line jumper is good. Again, Bogdanovich coming off off off-ball action. And he knocks down the jumper. The Pacers lead at 60-56. Here's Irving of the basketball. Right wing to Tatum. Tatum guarded by Bogdanovich. Throws it to... Baines back to Tatum. Tatum drives baseline, gets under the hoop, pushes off Turner, and puts it up and in off the glass with the right hand. Good use of the body there to create the space. Here's Collison with the basketball, right wing up top to Young. Young looking inside for Turner. He'll get it to him on the right block. Now gets double teamed. Turner dribbles it back out. Finds Matthews, who is wide open, not being covered, but he misses it. Rebound to Young. Back out Collison. He fakes the three. Pressured by Irving. He'll throw it into Young. Young gets double teamed up top to Turner. Turner drives in, and he is fouled by Irving. Again, the Celtics double teaming often when uh, Thaddeus Young gets those post-ups, which uh, are creating some some good opportunities for for the Pacers' offense. That time, uh, Irving had to guard two guys by himself and was uh, eventually then bumped into Turner to prevent uh, the drive. And Brad Stevens not happy because he thought a... uh, a moving screen uh, the Pacers got away with one on that Bogdanovich jumper as uh you know the the Celtics were called for a moving screen on the other end he's hoping for consistency there and uh not gonna lie I think I agree with him on that one if Baines was uh, was called on one end he's gotta he, he's gotta uh, do it and you can read his lips he's saying same call I, I think <laughs> this is what he was saying As the technical free throw, though, was missed as the Pacers will inbound it. Here's Collison, top of the key. He'll fire away a three. That one bounces off the front of the rim. No good. Rebound Jalen Brown. Brown will push it up the right sideline to the right wing. Looking inside for Horford up top to Irving. Irving has Brown run out of the side of the floor. Now throws it to Horford. Horford guarded by Turner, facing up on the right side, backing down. Picks up his dribble. Tries to throw a cross-court to Tatum, but it's picked off by Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich will step back and transition. Fire a three. That one's short. Ball is tipped out. Bogdanovich fakes the three. Throws it right side to Collison. Collison gets into the paint. Puts it up off the glass and in. Darren Collison gives the Pacers a 62-58 lead with 8.45 to go in the third. And uh, all of those concerns about the third quarter struggles in game one have to be gone because the Pacers have already put up a 12-point uh, third quarter, so they've already exceeded what they did in game one, and uh, just like the first quarter, getting off to a really good start on the offensive end of the floor, and and a lot of that just has to has to come down to pace, you know that uh, when when you are a team that that struggles in the half court, you know obviously Boston is an excellent half court defense. I think the fact that Indiana has has sped up their pace, gotten into their offense quicker, has hoped and and you know has maybe. Um, been able to uh, to get a, a few miscommunications out of the Celtics defense. You know when you're making the defense rush, when you're making them make quicker decisions, sometimes they can be more likely to make mistakes. And and the Pacers have done a really good job of uh, of trying to get milk as much out of their offense as they can against this excellent Celtics defense. But uh, yeah, I was mentioning uh, last commercial how Billy Donovan has has done a really poor job in this Portland OKC series. Uh, game two, again, I haven't gotten around to watching it yet, but uh, they gave up 114 points, only scored 94. I assume that's a lot more of just not attacking Cantor uh, when they have opportunities. Again, they should be going at him every single possession. And, you know, they they, they have tried to attack him on the block, but that's not the, the biggest weakness of Cantor's defensive game. It's his lateral quickness, his ability to contest at the rim. And post up with Steve Adams doesn't really take take advantage of any of those weaknesses from Cantor. Uh, you know, most big guys can hold their ground on the block and at least make uh, you know, their the the guy posting them up take a take a shot over the top and, and those aren't as good of a looks as, you know, say a Steven Adams push shot from two feet when he's wide open or a Russell Westbrook layup at the rim. You know, the so, so posting up uh Cantor also has been I think, uh, another flawed strategy of a way to attack him. you got to get him out in space. Make him move. Make him move laterally. Make him get out on the def- uh, perimeter. Make him defend two players at once. Those are the best ways to attack Enos Cantor and they just have not done a good enough job of that. And, uh, you know, another thing that you you got to look at in terms of Billy Donovan is this Thunder team was excellent on the defensive end of the floor for the first half of the season. In the second half, they've been kind of a disaster despite the fact that they've had most of their personnel is pretty much the same. Uh, you got to put that a little bit on the coach as well, that they've had such a slip defensively. And i got to give credit to uh, to Darius Scott when I talked with him and we did our Western Conference playoff preview. Uh, I think he thought Portland was going to have more of a uh, chance in this series, and he ended up being right. And, you know, he, he mentioned the fact that OKC has really struggled and hasn't been that good of a basketball team as of late. And, you know, I, I oftentimes will overlook that thinking that, you know, it's the playoffs, you know, teams for whatever reason, maybe uh, the, the length of the season got to them. But I usually uh, give teams the benefit of the doubt in terms of their recent play and think they can turn it around. But certainly the struggles that the Thunder have had at the end of the season have translated to the start of this series. And, and they're in big-time trouble, of course, with a must-win Game 3 uh, in Oklahoma City, coming up here, I believe either tomorrow or uh, or Friday. But uh, yeah, so so that series certainly uh, has been has been disappointing from a from a Thunder perspective as we're back from commercial again. The Celtics going from left to right here in the second half. Jalen Brown the basketball pressured by Collison, throws it up top to Irving. Irving right side to Tatum. Tatum guarded by Bob Dadovich, Eight on the shot clock. Tries to throw it inside to Jalen Brown, but Thaddeus Young coming in to take make the steal. He has been everywhere defensively in this ballgame. Here's Collison with the basketball in the right wing. Up top to Turner. Turner will face up on Brown. Will fire the three. That one's short. Rebound, Horford. Horford hands it to Irving. Irving into the front court. Now on the left wing, guarded by Matthews. Going between the legs. Gets a screen from Tice. Throws it right side to Horford. Into the corner to Brown. That shot is short. The ball bounces on the end line, out of bounds. Brown tried to save it, but to no ado. Exactly eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Indiana 62, Boston 58. Pacers with possession. Carlson on the left wing. Dribbling with his right hand, throws it to the elbow to Thaddeus Young. Young pressured by Tice, hands it off to Carlson. Carlson gets a double screen. And we've got a foul off the ball as Thaddeus Young took a shot. And uh, he ended up on his back there. Gets picked up by his teammates. Pacers have uh, have tried to to throw some more uh, offensive action into the situation. A lot less standing around trying to get the ball moving. Bogdanovich near sideline gets it into Carlson left corner to Young. Young on the elbow drives in on Tice. Kicks it to Carlson in the corner. Fakes the three. Gets to the hoop. Puts it up and in. There was a lot of contact, no foul, but Collison able to convert, and he's had a much better game, too, than he had in that horrific offensive performance of the Pacers in Game 1. Here's Irving with the basketball, throws it into Horford. Horford switched onto by Wesley Matthews. Horford finds a cutting Tice, but he is blocked from behind by Turner as he tried to lay it up and in. A beautiful defensive play from the blocks leader. Here's Collison to Turner, back to Collison, left corner. Thaddeus Young, three. That one's off the back of the rim. Fight for the rebound. Jalen Brown picks it up. He'll get it to Irving. Irving will push the tempo. Gets it to the right wing, guarded by Wesley Matthews. Irving tries to find a cutting tice, but the ball is kicked by Thaddeus Young again. Thaddeus Young is absolutely everywhere. I mean, to all the people that thought, uh, you know, that Game One was was a blowout, I think a lot of that had to do with Thaddeus Young's absence and getting into foul trouble in the second and third quarters. He is just so instrumental to this team's defense and their overall play. Here's Horford, throws it cross-court. Irving, right wing, right corner three, misses it. Rebound Pacers. Here's Bogdanovich with a basketball on the right wing, guarded by Brown. He'll drive baseline. Fade away, picks up his dribble, throws it out to Miles Turner. Turner hands it off to Bogdanovich. He'll take the three from there and hit... Bogdanovich with a right wing three and the pacers lead is up to nine 67 58 a 7-0 run for indiana here's tice with the basketball for boston hands it off to tatum tatum dribbling with his left hand now switched on to by turner 10 on the shot clock Tatum backs it out, now we will drive in, crosses over, right of the lane, gets all the way to the hoop, can't finish at the rim, fight for the rebound, picked up by Matthews. Matthews gets it to Collison, ball nearly poked away, but it's back to Collison, he's got an open look for three on the left wing and he hits Darren Collison on a uh, kind of a broken play there, it looked like Boston nearly had a steal going back the other way, but the ball goes back to Indiana and Collison finds himself open for three, here's Kyrie Irving. Fading away from the free-throw line. No good. Rebound Bogdanovich. And just like Boston dominated the third quarter in Game 1, it's kind of a flipped script here as the Pacers have dominated the third quarter of Game 2 and lead it by 12. Here's Collison with the basketball. Gets a screen from Young. Tries to throw it to him on the pick-and-roll, but the ball is deflected. It finds Irving. In transition, he'll find Tatum on the 2-on-1, and, on and he'll lay it up and in. Frantic pace here in the third quarter and the pacers have a 10 point lead we'll have a timeout nate mcmillan boy oh boy i had a hard time keeping up with that action that was uh, quite frantic and uh, so far in the quarter the pacers have outscored the celtics 20 to 8 and uh, they've done so you know not only uh, you know getting some turnovers celtics with uh, 11 turnovers on the on the night pacers Taking care of the basketball with with just seven. Looking at uh, some of the some of the stats. Pacers twenty eight of fifty four from the field for uh, nearly fifty two percent, a much better than their uh, field goal percentage in game one. Eight for twenty four from three. Uh, the six of eight from the free throw line. They uh they they had twenty three rebounds to the uh, the Celtics twenty five. Celtics with fourteen assists. The Pacers with eighteen assists. Here's a big one. Pacers with eight steals on the game. Celtics with just three. Pacers also with a couple of blocks. Celtics with three blocks. Again, I mentioned the turnovers. In favor of the Pacers, Pacers with just seven. Celtics with 11. And uh, the Pacers with a 10-point edge. Thaddeus Young with uh, 15 points for Indiana on 6 of 12 shooting, 1 of 5 from downtown, including four steals. Bogdanovich with 17 points on 7 of 13 from the field, 2 of 5 from downtown. Darren Collison, a big bounce-back game for him in 22 minutes. He's got... 13 points on 6 of 9 from the field, including 3 assists. And, uh, you know, for the Celtics, the uh, the leading point scorer, of course, is, uh, is Kyrie Irving. He's got 20 points on 9 of 16 from the field, 2 of 5 from the 3-point line. Jason Tatum with 16 points, 7 of 10 from the field, 2 of 3 from downtown. And then uh, off the bench, Gordon Hayward with 7 on 2 for 4 from the field. And, uh, you know Kyrie Irving not, in with, not only with his 20 points, but he's got six assists as well, having a, a really fantastic ball game. But uh, he's got to bring his teammates along with him. And Al Horford still with zero points on the ball game, and also a minus 15 for Horford. Jalen Brown a minus 17 on the game. So those two guys uh, have, have really struggled. Uh, and you know Jalen Brown also with uh, with the four personals. But, yes, yeah, speaking back to the uh, the Western Conference playoffs, I was talking about Portland OKC. They're going to have to consistently tag, attack Enos Cantor. You know, another part of that Game 1 loss, I think, was just Paul George struggling mightily from the field. He was a little bit rusty after sitting out some, sitting out the final game of the regular season. Uh, but, you know, that was just, that Game 1 was one of those where I just kept yelling at the TV screen because it seemed like that was a game that, that the Thunder definitely should have won. They absolutely did not show up in the first quarter, uh, gave up a ton of points in that opening period and uh, again the the coaching not not uh, really attacking Cantor enough uh, and then Paul George just absolutely missing some some shots that he has hit all season long uh, and then to lose that game by three was a killer and then you know to to come back and, and get blown out by 20 again I'll, I'll have to watch that game too and, and see what really went wrong in game two but uh, given that the Thunder scored just 94 points, I'm guessing a lot of it was. Again, that they they didn't attack Cantor enough, and uh, that has been uh, a major problem. I'll talk about the final series in the West the next time out. That is the the, the Houston Rockets versus the, the Utah Jazz. Uh, but uh, we are back here uh, with uh, the Pacers in possession going from right to left in the second half. Matthews finds Bogdanovich at the free throw line. He picks up his dribble now, pulls it back out. Guarded by Morris, 12 on the shot clock. He'll drive left. Fade away from about 12 feet. Can't hit it. And it's picked up by the Celtics. Here's Irving with the basketball. Dribbles to the top. Throws it right wing Morris. Morris back to Irving. Irving guarded by Miles Turner. He'll drive left. Gets to the free throw line. Gets all the way to the hoop. Can't finish. Fight for the rebound. It's picked up by Matthews. Matthews will drive into the paint. Now will dribble all the way out to the left corner. Throws it right side to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Dribbles towards the middle. Fade away from about 18. Can't connect. Rebound Irving. Irving will push it for the Celtics down the left side up top to Tatum. Tatum guarded by Turner on the switch in transition. Crosses over Turner. Gets to the hoop. Tries to put it up over him but Turner with the block. Here's Bogdanovich and he's going to be fouled by Irving on the break. Bogdanovich tried to put the shot up and and hope to get a a shooting foul but that's not going to be the situation. But Tatum absolutely underestimating the, uh, the defensive prowess of Miles Turner. Just had no chance of getting that shot off. Had a nice crossover, got a second of space, but Turner able to recover and, and block that one off the backboard. Turner averaging nearly 2.7 blocks per game this season. He's become a, a terrific defensive player for this Pacer team. Collison throws it right side to Sabonis. Sabonis hands it back to Collison, dribbling over to the corner. Co- Collison pocket pass to Turner. Left side, Evans up top. Matthews sidestep le- left wing. Three, no good. Good contest by Hayward. Rebound Morris. Morris throws a pass. It's stolen by Evans, and he'll have a breakaway lay that he puts in with the left hand. The Pacers with their ninth steal of the night, and another easy bucket in transition, and the lead is up to 12. Here's Tice with the basketball. Hands it off to Morris. Morris, right wing, guarded by Sabonis, drives left to the line, puts up the little floater from 13, no good, rebound, Tyreek. It's Evans, Collison, Sabonis, Turner, and Matthews for the Pacers, as here is Evans. He'll throw it, tries to get it back to Sabonis on the pick and pop, but he threw it over his head out of bounds. Evans with a a really good uh, defensive play, taking advantage of the Celtics trying to get it out and and play fast, stealing that uh, outlet pass. For the Celtics, it's Kyrie Irving, Terry Rozier, Al Horford, Jason Tatum, and Gordon Hayward. Or Excuse me, Tatum just taking a seat. Hayward into the ballgame now. Horford also at the scores table, but also uh, Tyson Morris out there for the Celtics. Here's Irving with the basketball guarded by Matthews. Goes behind the back, drives right. Good pressure by Matthews, but Irving able to get around him and finish with a right hand off the glass. Irving a really good job of uh, squeezing around Matthews there, who tried to apply pressure. Here's Sabonis with the ball at the top, hands it off to Callison. Callison dribbling with his left hand, dribbles over to the left elbow. Spins. Now dribbling back. Gets a screen from Sabonis. Gets the right key. Throws it into the right corner. Excuse me, the right wing to Evans. He'll get into the paint. Spin move. Beautiful, but can't finish. Rebound Rozier. Rozier will dribble with his right hand. He uh, Here's Collison tripping. Rozier gets into the paint. Throws it left wing. Morris three. That's no good. Rebound Evans. Evans will push the tempo for the Pacers. Dribbling with his right hand. Throws it right side to Collison. Collison guarded by Tice. Looks like he's going to want to isolate. 13 on the shot clock. Collison getting to the free throw line. Going between the legs. 7 on the shot clock. Step back. Throws it right corner. Matthews. Matthews guarded by Irving and it's out of bounds. That's something that Collison really needs to do a better job of in those isolation situations. He's got to be a little bit more decisive with what he's going to do. Make a hard drive. Get Get the big man Uh, you know, moving backwards and then cut back and and attempt a shot. He was doing a little bit too much, just trickery, trying to dribble between his legs, didn't create any separation, then just had to pass it and got nothing going for his offense. Here's Irving with the basketball, isolating against McDermott. He'll pull up from three at the top of the key and knock it down. Indiana 72, Boston 65 as we approach the two-minute mark here in the third. Here's Joseph with the basketball for the Pacers. He'll hand it off. Uh, or, excuse me, throws it up top to Sabonis, who hands it off to Evans. Evans with 12 on the shot clock gets a screen from Sabonis. Now dribbling towards the right side. Gets a switch with Horford. Looking into the post to Sabonis, guarded by Hayward. Sabonis back out to Evans. Evans fakes the 3-3 three, three on the shot clock. Will fire it up and hit! Tyreek Evans has hit a couple of threes as the shot clock was winding down. And the Pacers lead back up to 10. Pacers with five threes in the quarter. Here's Irving with the basketball. Throws it to rogier rogier drives down the lane he loses the basketball here's evans he's got a three on one here's a euro step on irving but irving gets the block and here comes the celtics they've got a three on three here's horford throws it right side morris he fakes the three gets into the paint gets all the way to the hoop, puts up a crazy left-handed shot can't get it to go and now the pacers have a five on four Here is Joseph finds a cutting Sabonis inside to Turner. Beautiful big-to-big pass, and Turner finishes with the slam. And the Pacers lead it by 12. One minute to go in the third. Here is Irving. He'll fire a deep three from the top and hit. Kyrie Irving single-handedly keeping the Celtics in the ballgame. Indiana 77, Boston 68. 50 seconds to go in this very exciting third quarter. Here's Evans with a basketball on the right wing. Throws it up top to Sabonis. Sabonis now will hand it back to Evans. Evans now will go against the screen. Now dribbling left. Hands it to Sabonis. Back to Evans. Evans to the line. To the lane. Gets up. No good. Sabonis had it for a second but lost it. Picked up by Horford. He'll get it to Hayward. Again, a four-on-three situation. Hayward drives left of the paint. Can't get it to go. Irving with the offensive rebound. Put back. No. Rebound Evans. And the Pacers will have the basketball and be able to take the final shot of the quarter, leading by nine. Joseph with the ball, pressured by Rogier. Ten on the game clock. Shot clock turned off. Screen from Sabonis. Joseph gets to the line, right of the lane, puts up a shot with the right hand and gets it to go. Corey Joseph with a right-handed push shot. Here's Morris, picks it up at half court, will take the shot at the buzzer. No good off the front of the rim. And at the end of three, the Indiana Pacers 79 and the Boston Celtics 68. The Pacers outscore Boston 29-16 to in the quarter. So, so far in this series, it has been the story of the third quarter. And it'll be interesting to see if the Pacers can hold on. But to so far, the offense has been very solid Other than the second quarter in which Indiana scored just 17, but 33 points in the first and 29 in the third. Indiana with a great opportunity. They've put themselves in position to steal a game on the road and take back home court advantage. But uh, going back to, uh, we've got a timeout, going back to what I was talking about with the Western Conference playoffs. Houston, Utah, another game that's happening later tonight uh the game 2 as of course game 1 went to the Houston Rockets and you know this was something i mentioned with uh with Darius Scott uh in my uh, western conference playoff preview you know i got a lot of things wrong in those previews all will been especially that OKC Portland series so far i had okc winning that in 5 and i'm already wrong on that the the best case scenario now is uh, the thunder winning that in 6 but uh, one thing I, I, I did think I nailed was the idea that the Houston defense is better than people are giving it credit for. You know, they're they're ranked around 20th in the NBA for the season. But a lot of that, I thought, came down to the fact that, one, their defensive guru, Jeff Bizdelic, was not around at the beginning of the season. He's back now. And also, Chris Paul was hurt for a good chunk of the, the first half of the year. Uh, he's back, and those two guys are, are really maybe two of the biggest reasons why the Rockets are a good defensive team. And the fact that, you know, they've got good size and strength across every position. P.J. Tucker is a monster. You know, with Harden, with Paul, with Eric Gordon, you've got guards that can hold their own and switches and mismatches. Uh, and Clint Capella is a very athletic rim-protecting center. So, so I, you know, I was really, um, you know... Uh, pretty high on Houston's ability to to not necessarily be quite as good as they were last year, but, but get close to that level. Um, you know, and I'm mostly referring to the defensive side of the floor. Uh, get close to the level that they were last year. Uh, and, and that game one really showed it. They really shut down the Utah Jazz. The Jazz didn't really have uh, a lot going. And, you know, speaking to the fact that Houston won that series 4-1 last year over Utah... I just didn't really see what Utah had uh, this year that they didn't have last year that was going to really make a big impact. Of course, they added Kyle Korver, but I don't think he's going to be able to stay on the floor defensively a lot in this series. And, you know, we've seen Kyle Korver, going back to his days with Cleveland in big games, uh, you know, really struggle to, to even shoot the ball as well as he normally does, given uh, all of the, uh, the defensive issues that he has and, and uh, all the things going through his head in terms of his ability to, to be able to stay on the floor. So, I didn't think Korver was going to have that big of an impact, and and I think Houston is going to win this series relatively easily. Uh, And, you know, a guy like Daniel House is another guy that uh, that gives them size at the three and four spots that, you know, again, not as good of a defender as Trevor Ariza, I concede that, but at least gives them the size at that position, at least gives them a little bit of depth at that forward spot. Uh, So... So yeah, I, I really like what Houston can do, and I really like that Houston can can compete again with the Warriors this year and give them a run for their money, albeit I, I would still probably pick the Warriors, especially given Golden State will have home court advantage this season. As we're starting the fourth quarter here, as uh, the Celtics have the basketball, here's Horford dribbling, backing in on Sabonis, goes right to the lane, puts up a jump hook with the right hand, and knocks it down off the glass. And the lead is down to nine, Indiana 79, Boston 70, as we're just... 20 seconds or so into this fourth period. Tyreek Evans with the ball on the right wing. Up top to Sabonis. Sabonis dribbling with his left hand. Fakes the handoff to, to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich gets it. Now gets it back to Sabonis. Cross court McDermott. Right wing to Evans. Shot clock dialing down. Evans hits another deep three. As the shot clock is winding down, he jab-stepped the the defender and just hit it right over the top. Evans has been absolutely enormous in this one. The Pacers lead back up to 12. Here's Horford again with the back down. Finds a cutting Hayward. We've got a foul as uh, I believe Horford was bumped prior to that pass. Maybe ended up hurting the Celtics as Hayward had a wide open layup as Horford found him after the double team. But the Celtics will inbound it with 14 on the shot clock. Tyreek Evans, after a, a really horrid season and a rough game one, has been really big for the Pacers' offense tonight. Here's Rogier with the basketball, throws it left elbow, Horford. Horford jab-stepping, jumper over Sabonis is good. Al Horford makes it 82-72, to the Pacers lead at 10. Here's Joseph. Walking it into the front court. Guarded by Rozier. Throws it left side to Evans. Evans now dribbling towards the Celtics logo. Gets a screen from Sabonis at the top. Dribbles to the free throw line. Back to Sabonis. Sabonis hands it to Evans. Evans stepping back at the right wing. Throws it to Sabonis. Hands it off to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich gets gets down the lane. Puts up a shot off the backboard. No good. Rebound Hayward. 5-on-4 for Boston. Tatum back to Hayward. He'll get into the paint. Back to Horford. Left wing Tatum. Fakes the three. Beautiful... Fake pass. Puts up the layup. No, gets his own rebound and puts it up and in. Boston now down just eight as we approach the 10 minute mark left in the ballgame. Joseph with a basketball, dribbling with his left hand, hands it off to Sabonis. Sabonis dribbling with his left over to the left wing, hands it off to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich gets a screen from Sabonis, dribbles left, gets under the basket, kicks it out. McDermott fakes the three into the corner to Joseph. Five on the shot clock. Joseph gets a screen from Sabonis, gets the line to the lane, and we've got a foul. I believe it's going to be on Jason Tatum. He's uh, not happy with that call. Tatum on that previous possession went for the scoop shot. went Was woefully short, but went right off the front of the rim, right back into his hands. He was able to put it back up and in. Here's Joseph with the ball at the top. Gets a screen from Sabonis. Driving left. Left of the lane. Fade away baseline. It is no good off the back of the rim. Rebound Horford. Horford will push it up himself for the Boston Celtics. Gets to the free-throw line. Drives right of the lane, and there's going to be a foul. I believe it's going to be on Joseph. Or maybe on Simonis, actually. as uh, Simonis may be a little bit too physical there with Horford on the drive. 18 on the shot clock. 9.33 on the game clock. As uh, Jalen Brown checking back in for the Boston Celtics. He'll sub out Marcus Morris. It's Tatum, Brown, and Hayward, Horford, and Rogier for Boston. Joseph, McDermott, Sabonis, Bogdanovich, and Evans for the Pacers. Here's Horford, top of the key, jab stepping on Sabonis. Now we'll drive left, backs in, picks up his dribble, fade away from 15. That one's off the side of the rim, no good. Rebound, though, by Brown. Brown kicks it out to Tatum. 10 on the shot clock. Tatum gets a screen from Horford, switched out to by Sabonis. Tatum now isolating, drives left, behind the back, step back to his left, no good, but Rogier is all by his lonesome on the other side of the rim, and he puts it up and in. A couple of, uh, you know, three-shot attempts there for the Celtics, and they finally get one to go. The lead is down to six now. Here's Evans with the basketball for Indiana, going from right to left here in this fourth quarter. Evans dribbling with his left hand now, drives past Brown, gets into the paint, puts up the floater, no, but we've got a foul on the shot, and I believe Evans will go to the free-throw line. Boston really putting a lot of pressure on Indiana here in the fourth. As uh, Indiana, not only the struggles from the field in Game 1, but the 12 of 21 from the line was a big problem as well. Uh, You know, they just couldn't get anything to go as uh, Evans rims the first one off. Woefully short, had no arc on uh, on that free throw attempt. But this is a moment where, you know, Bogdanovich not on the floor for the Pacers. They need to get something from Doug McDermott. So far, just four points. One of two from the field and two for two from the line. McDermott's got to make some plays And, and, and as uh, Evans misses the second free throw as well. And the Pacers are going to have to knock down their free throws if they want to uh, to hold on to this one. Here's Rozier with the basketball, gets a double screen, now dribbles to the top, throws it right wing to Tatum. Tatum drives left, gets all the way to the bucket, and slams it home with the right hand. And that will force a timeout by Nate McMillan and the Pacers as the Celtics have gone on an 8-0 run and trail by just four points with 8.33 left to go in the fourth quarter. Looking at uh, other scores from around the playoffs as uh, the only other game going on at the moment is the Milwaukee Bucks and the Detroit Pistons with 7.46 to go in the second quarter. It's Milwaukee 41, Detroit 40, so the Pistons at least uh, making that one a little, a lot more competitive than that uh, game one was. That game is being broadcast on NBA TV, and then later tonight, as I mentioned, uh, game two between the Utah Jazz, and the Houston Rockets. That game will be in Houston. That one will be at 9.30 p.m. It will be immediately following this uh, Celtics-Pacers contest, and it will also be broadcast on on TNT. Thanks so much for uh, for tuning in. I hope you've been enjoying the broadcast. Again, this is Duncan Dynasty. My name is Garrett Bouguet. I am your host, and uh, I will be uh, doing play-by-play for the rest of this contest and also giving my thoughts about... Uh, about the NBA in general, uh, throughout the commercial breaks, and this has been a, a really fascinating contest so far. And uh, you know, the Pacers again have have done decent on offense throughout most of this game, but uh, there's still eight and a half minutes to go in this fourth quarter, and uh, they have just three points in the period. They uh, they have got to put up, uh, I would say, at least twenty points in this quarter if they want to have any shot of winning this ball game, uh, because Kyrie and the Celtics certainly are. Uh, are going to put up some points, and Kyrie has been been excellent tonight. He's got 28 points on 12 of 21 from the field, including 4 of 7 from 3. Jason Tatum has 20 points, 9 of 15 from the field, including that uh, monster slam right before the last timeout. He's got 2 makes from downtown, 4 rebounds, and a steal. Uh, Al Horford's finally gotten on the board here in the second half. He's got 4 points on 2 for five, seven rebounds, and 3 assists. Aaron Baines has got 5 points, 2 of 2 from the field. But uh, he's just played 15 minutes in this one. Uh, and uh, uh, not sure if he uh, he picked up a little bit of an injury, but uh, Tice has been getting most of his minutes here in the second half. Tice with 4 points on 1 for 4 from the field, 2 for 2 from the line, including a couple of rebounds. Gordon Hayward, 7 points, 2 of 5 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. Uh, Marcus Morris having a disaster of an of an evening. Uh, he was really good, especially at the start of that uh, game one the other night. But uh, so far tonight, he's got uh, a big bagel and he's zero for eight from the field, including zero of four from downtown. Jalen Brown's got six points on three for four from the field, uh, but uh, he is at a uh, in terms of the plus-minus at a minus thirteen, which is the worst on the Celtics roster. So he's not having a a great impact in this one. As far as the Pacers, Thaddeus Young with 15 points, 6 of 12 from the field, 1 of 5 from downtown, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, and a block. He's been everywhere defensively. Bogdan or Boyan Bogdanovich has got 17, but he's cooled off as of late. He's just 7 of 16 from the field now, 2 of 5 from downtown. He does have 3 steals, a couple of assists. Miles Turner with 8 points, 3 of 6 from the field, two threes uh 3 rebounds, 2 assists and 2 blocks. Darren Carlson has 13 points, 6 of 9 from the field. uh and Wesley Matthews, the other starter for the Pacers, 3 points on just 1 of 4 shooting. As uh, we're we're back here from a uh, commercial break. Indiana with possession going from right to left here in the second half. Joseph guarded by Rozier will drive right. Now will pick up his dribble, finds McDermott top of the key, 3. That one's no good. Again, he's a guy that I think is going to have to knock down some shots and give the Pacers a uh, an injection of offense here as Bogdanovich now going to the scorer's table after that last miss. Horford up top to Tatum. Tatum guarded by Joseph. Will drive left. Spins into the paint. Gets double-teamed. Finds Rogier into the corner. Jalen Brown, three. No good. And rebound by Evans. Evans will walk it up into the front court. The pace is slowed for the, for the Indiana Pacers as well. That's something that uh, they did such a good job of in the first three quarters is playing with pace, getting into their offense quickly. And that uh, has been ground to a halt here in the fourth. Young gets double teamed, throws it up top to Joseph. Joseph guarded by Rozier, three on the shot clock. He'll drive left, spins into the paint, puts up the shot. No, Sabonis with the rebound, and uh, he doesn't get the shot away because the, the shot did not hit the rim, so the shot clock violation will give the ball back to the Celtics. Again, though, you know, because the Pacers got into their offense late, uh, you know Earlier in the game, if if you just get into your offense a couple seconds earlier, that putback by Sabonis would have counted. And that's a, a big key why playing with pace is, is so important. Here is Irving with a basketball, dribbling at the top, guarded by Matthews, gets a screen from Horford. Irving now guarded by Turner, will drive left. Turner with good defense, cuts him off a couple of times, and finally Turner's going to be called for the foul as Irving continue to try to get around him. Uh, Turner denied him three or four times on the drive, but Irving was persistent, and eventually uh, Turner called for a bit of a hip check. Irving inbounds it on the far sideline, gets into to Horford at the top, right wing to Tatum. Now left side to Rogier. Rogier gets a screen from Horford. Now picking and popping with Horford. Horford fakes the three, guarded by Turner. Four on the shot clock. Horford will fade away from 17. That one's well off the mark. Rebound Bogdanovich. As we hit the 7-minute mark of the 4th, it's Indiana 82, Boston 78. Collins with the basketball right side, throws it to the block to Young. Young guarded by Brown, he'll back down. Single coverage so far, continuing to back down, very patient. Puts up a jump hook with the left hand and can't get the roll. That hung on the rim for several seconds but fell off. And Boston will try to cut into this 4-point deficit. Here's Irving the basketball, gets a screen from Horford. Pulls up right wing 3 and knocks it down. Kyrie Irving continues his hot shooting. 13 of 22 from the field, and he makes this a one-point game. 31 now for Kyrie. Here's Bogdanovich, top of the key, guarded by Tatum. Gets a screen from Turner. Will pull up for three, and rattles out. Rebound Brown. Bogdanovich has gone cold for the Pacers. That's not a good sign. Here's Irving with a basketball. Gets a screen from Horford. Gets into the paint. Uses his body to shield himself from the block. But shot of Turner, but can't finish with the left hand. Rebound Callison. Here comes the Pacers. Callison. Dribbling at the top of the key, guarded by Rogier, calling for a screen from Turner. Gets it. Now going against Horford. Crosses over. Pulls up from the free throw line. Another unfriendly roll for the Pacers. That hit every part of the rim and doesn't go in. Again, this is another cold streak that maybe Indiana is suffering from. As here's a potential steal from Bogdanovich, and he is fouled by Tatum. And uh, that will be out of bounds to the Pacers. A good trap there from Rogier. As a couple of really unfriendly rolls for uh, for Indiana on the last couple of possessions, and that seemed to be the case, you know, in Game One as well. When they when they went cold, they just weren't getting any of those uh, the those rolls off the rim. Thaddeus Young will inbound at far sideline. We'll get it into Cowlson. Full shot clock for the Pacers, leading by one, five forty three to go in the ball game. Carlson guarded by Rozier. will get a screen from Turner, dribbling left. Gets left of the lane. Back up top to Turner. Throws it right side. Matthews fakes the three. Drives left. Gets into the paint. A beautiful pass fake, but can't finish the lay Rebound Horford. Horford gets it to Rogier. Left side to Irving. He'll pull up left wing three. Hit it again. Kyrie Irving with 34 points. And again, single-handedly bringing the Celtics back. Boston on a 14-0 run and lead it 84-82. And that's, the t- that's what happens sometimes is, uh, you know, the Pacers, from what I've seen, have been the better basketball team. But the Boston Celtics have the best player in this series in Kyrie Irving, and he has shown up tonight, to say the least, 34 points, 14 of 24 from the field, including 6 of 9 from downtown. He's also got 6 assists, 5 rebounds, and a couple of blocks to boot. Kyrie Irving has been absolutely phenomenal. And uh, you know we we've had uh, these this story of uh, these crazy quarters. You know the third quarter of Game One where Boston absolutely blew away the Pacers, the uh, twenty six to eight, I believe. The third quarter of Game Two here, the Pacers beating Boston twenty nine to sixteen, and then so far here in the fourth, the Celtics have put up a sixteen to three fourth quarter. And again, the Pacers offense, uh, you know, they, they were so good for three quarters. And here in the fourth, through about uh, almost six and a half, or a little over six and a half minutes here in the fourth, they have just three points. And again, I think a lot of that comes down to, you know, they, they've gotten good looks, they've missed some open shots, but also the pace. They've started to walk the ball up the floor, uh, you know, and, and the problem with that is you can't get into as many actions. You can't work the defense from side to side as much and the defense can really lock in on those one or two actions, as opposed to having to deal with three or four. And and that's the biggest thing in the NBA. You know, defenses are generally pretty good, but the more actions you put them through, the more opportunities they have to make a mistake. And the Pacers are just playing at such a slow pace now that they're not able to uh, to to generate as many mistakes from the Celtics defense, and it's resulting in tougher shots. Uh, and, and again, that that possession where. Uh, they, they got an offensive rebound, but by the time um, Savonas was able to put in the, the, uh, the second shot opportunity, the, uh, the shot clock had expired. So Indiana needs to start uh, speeding up their pace of play. They need to get their offense on track again or else they're going to be down 0-2 as the Celtics with a furious fourth quarter comeback led by the, the, the brilliance of Kyrie Irving doing it all over the floor, getting to the basket, and especially tonight, hitting the three-point ball. Another thing I wanted to talk about, this has nothing to do with the NBA playoffs, but it's sports-related, is uh, the, the, the Champions League quarterfinal match, second leg today between Manchester City and the Tottenham Hotspur. This was arguably the greatest soccer game I have ever watched. It was absolutely phenomenal. Tottenham going into the second leg, leading 1-0 after their 1-0 home win. Uh, and uh, Manchester City getting off to a great start with a Raheem Sterling uh, goal in, in the first three or four minutes of the ball game. It looked like Manchester City uh, had a grasp of the situation. They just uh, needed to score another goal without conceding, and they would be good. But then Tottenham flipped the script by scoring a goal on a mistake from uh, Laporte, the Manchester City center back. He hit a he basically passed it directly to Hyunmin Son, who scored a goal to tie the ball game. I'll talk a little bit more about, uh, about that soccer match at the next commercial break but uh, Indiana will have possession with 5.25 to go in the fourth quarter, trailing by two now. They've been up for the majority of the basketball game. They were up after the first, they were up after the third quarter, but uh, Boston has gone on a furious run here, and the Pacers have gone cold. They've missed their last eight. Here's Collison with a basketball right wing for the Pacers, throws it inside to Young. Young guarded by Brown, eight on the shot clock. He'll back down on Brown. Dribbling his left hand finds a cutting Matthews. He puts up the shot. It's blocked by Horford. Picked up by Jalen Brown. It was a great cut by Matthews, but great defensive instincts. Great help defense there from Horford to shut off that layup. And the Pacers come away with another empty trip. Here's Rogier with the basketball for the Celtics. Up top to Kyrie. Kyrie guarded by Matthews. Kyrie drives left. Fade away from 15 is good again. Kyrie Irving absolutely in fuego as the Celtics now extend their run to 16 to nothing. And lead by four. Here's Collison with the basketball. Gets a screen from Turner. Collison throws it to Turner. Pick and pop three. That one's an air ball picked up by Rogier. Actually, the ball hit the, uh, the bottom of the backboard, so that'll be out of bounds to the Celtics. This has got to be a little bit deflating to the Pacers' defense. They've played pretty good D on Kyrie. That was a great contest from Matthews, but sometimes great offense just beats great defense. Kyrie Irving is uh, is in one of those grooves at the moment. Here's Rozier with the basketball, hands it off to Irving. Dribbling at the Celtics logo, guarded by Matthews, 50 on the shot clock. It's a screen from Tatum, and uh, now guarded by Matthews. Picks up his dribble, throws it to Tatum's on the left. Tatum isolating against Bogdanovich, spins, gets left of the lane, puts out the shot, that one's off the back of the rim, no good, fight for the rebound, it's picked up by Brown, Brown gets it back to Irving, 11 on the shot clock, 4 minutes on the game clock, here's Irving, splits the defense, kicks it out, Tatum, right corner, sidestep 3, that one's short, fight for the rebound again, and we've got a foul, I believe it's going to be on Indiana on the rebound, so again, Boston getting multiple opportunities that's been another story here in the fourth is the offensive rebounding of the Celtics. Jalen Brown getting the first that time. Al Horford getting the, uh, the the second rebound and the Celtics will get a third opportunity. As Tatum inbounding it on the near sideline will get it into Irving. Irving guarded by Matthews, 10 on the shot clock. Right wing, dribbling with his left hand. Isolating against Matthews, five on the shot clock, will pull up for three, no good off the back of the rim, finally he missed, he's human, rebound Bogdanovich, he'll walk it up into the front court, 3.33 to go in the ballgame, Pacers trailing by four, very much still in the contest, Bogdanovich gets a screen, gets down the lane, beautiful kickout pass, Wes Matthews right wing three, he hit it, beautiful shot from Wes Matthews and that will lead to a timeout for the Celtics. As the Indiana Pacers cuts the Celtics lead to one, it's Boston 86, Indiana 85, with 3:24 to go in the fourth. We'll take a, a quick time out, and again, I'll talk a little bit more about that soccer match I, I watched earlier. Again, that was uh, was absolutely a pleasure to witness. Uh, you know, Hyunmin's son, after a mistake from Laporte, where Laporte basically passed it directly to him in the box. Uh, son able to convert and made it 1-1, which gave Tottenham in the Champions League the away goals tiebreaker. So Manchester City all of a sudden had to score three goals. But then within a couple more minutes, Laporte made another mistake, uh, miscontrolled his touch, gave Tottenham another transition opportunity. Hyunman Son hit a gorgeous curling effort into the top corner to give uh, Tottenham a 2-1 edge and made Manchester City have to score four. But uh, two minutes w- uh, within that goal, Manchester City scored on a uh, um, Bernardo uh, uh, finish with his uh, uh, Bernardo Silva finish with his left foot as uh, took a deflection and wrong-footed the Tottenham goalkeeper to make it two-two. And then Raheem Sterling scored another goal uh, on a gorgeous pass from uh, Kevin De Bruyne, crossing it across the box, and, and Raheem Sterling was on the other side of the penalty area to finish. Um, to make it 3-2 Manchester City. And uh, they looked like they were, again, going to be in perfect position to to advance and and get to the semis. Again, I'll, I'll finish my thoughts on that on the next commercial. As Boston has the basketball leading by one, here's Horford with it, hands it off to Hayward. Hayward, top of the key, fires it to Irving left side. Guarded by Matthews, drives left, gets into the paint, puts it up, no, but he draws the foul. Turner was there to block the shot to prevent any possible opportunity of an and-one. But Irving splitting the defense, able to draw the contact, and he will go back to the line. Irving has been absolutely phenomenal. He's got 36 points, looking for 37 and 38 here as he knocks down the first. Celtics lead at 87-85. That's 37 for Kyrie Irving in this one. Pacers fans just got to be so annoyed at uh, individual efforts that uh, are able to, to really hurt their team. Of course, LeBron went for, I think, three different games where he put up uh, in the high 30s, into the 40s, and even 50-point efforts. As uh, The second one is missed by Irving, though, so it's still just a two-point game. Here's a beautiful action. Gets Bogdanovich a wide-open look on the right wing for three, and he hits... Bojan Bogdanovic has gone cold for most of the second half, but that's a huge triple, and the Pacers lead at 88-87. Bogdanovic now with 20. Here's Irving on the basketball. Gets double-teamed, throws it back to Hayward. Hayward, step back, left side, jumper is pure. Nothing but net for Gordon Hayward, and the Celtics go back on top. 89-88, two minutes and 30 seconds to go in the ballgame. Here's Bogdanovic, top of the key, guarded by Hayward, gets a screen from Turner. Guarded by Horford. Dribbles over to the corner. Now dribbles with his right hand towards the, the left wing. Isolating five on the shot clock. Bogdanovich will step back. Take another three hits again. Boy on Bogdanovich with back-to-back triples. And the Pacers lead is up to two. As we approach two minutes to go in the ballgame. Here's Irving with the basketball. Dribbles left of the paint guarded by Matthews, maintains his dribble now up to the top, spin move, gets baseline, gets double teamed, 10 on the shot clock, up top to Turner, right side Brown, fakes the three, crosses over on Turner, gets to the basket, gets all the way to the hoop, can't finish, rebound by Bogdanovich, and he is fouled. A huge defensive sequence, Miles Turner coming up big, handling defense on the perimeter, able to contest the lay-in by Brown and force the miss. And Boyan Bogdanovich with back-to-back huge shots. The second one of which, of the high-difficulty variety, over the outstretched arms of Horford. Pacers with the basketball, trying to extend their two-point lead. Bogdanovich, top of the key, gets double-teamed into the corner. Now dribbling, maintains his dribble over to the left. Guarded by Hayward, gets to the paint, puts up a reverse, no good. Fight for the rebound, Horford comes down with it. Boston with an opportunity to tie or take the lead with a three. Irving, left wing Horford, into the corner, Tatum three ball. No good off the back of the rim. Rebound, Thaddeus Young. He'll hand it off to Callison. One minute and 15 seconds to go in this delightful back and forth contest. And we've got a foul off, or excuse me, I don't think it's a foul. It's actually blood as uh, Al Horford bleeding from his left forearm. So we will take a quick timeout. That might actually be beneficial for Indiana as they can maybe draw up a quick play with this medical timeout, but uh, what a back and forth contest we have had in this one! Great performances from Kyrie Irving and especially Boyan Bogdanovich down the stretch. Uh, I shouldn't say especially Boyan Bogdanovich. Kyrie Irving has been the best player on the floor by far in this ball game, sitting at 37 points on on just 26 uh, or 27 shooting possessions, one for two from the free throw line, but 15 of 26 from the field, including six of 10 from downtown. But uh, Bogdanovich has brought, you know, what the Pacers have needed. They need him to be a 20-plus point scorer in this series. He's got 23 on 9 of 20 from the field, including 4 of 8 from downtown. And Bogdanovich also with 4 steals. And I think, uh, you know, the fact that Thaddeus Young has been able to play 32 minutes in this ball game, not getting in foul trouble, has been another key factor. Minute and 13 to go. Pacers will inbound it by near sideline. Gets it into Kileson. 15 on the shot clock. Kileson will walk into the front court. Guarded by Irving. Looks like off-ball action to get by the ball. He's got a switch with Horford guarding him. Seven on the shot clock out at the Celtics logo. Bogdanovich will cross over. Gets left of the lane. Puts it up. No, it's blocked by Horford. Bogdanovich falls down, so Celtics might have an opportunity in transition. Brown driving left of the paint. Gets into the paint. Kicks it out. Tatum, right corner three. He hits with 50 seconds to go in the ballgame. The Celtics retake the lead 92-91. to 91. Beautiful play there from Brown being hounded as he drove down the lane, but able to find the pass to Tatum in the corner. Bogdanovich with the basketball for the Pacers gets a screen from Miles Turner back to the popping Turner. Turner picks up his dribble throws it to Young throws it to Matthews right wing three nearly banked it in but it's no good. Rebound Irving with 30 seconds on the game clock there's about a seven second differential so Indiana will play defense here. But Irving and the Celtics, an opportunity to go for the killer blow. Irving gets a screen from Tatum. Town on the shot clock, gets double-team, finds Tatum on the right. Tatum fakes the three, drives into the paint, finds a cutting Hayward under the basket. He lays it up and in. And the Celtics lead at 94-91 with 12.1 seconds to go in the fourth. They have outscored the Indiana Pacers 26-12 in the period and lead it by three. Timeout, Indiana. And uh, the Pacers will have to draw up a play to either get a quick two or a three for the tie. But uh, going back to that Man City-Tottenham game, if I can quickly talk through the rest, uh, Man City got up 3-2 on a Raheem Sterling uh, goal, and then got up 4-2 as well. Or excuse me, yes, got up 4-2 and looked to be, uh, had the aggregate lead uh, 4-3 to after Tottenham's 1-0 home win in the first leg. But uh, Tottenham able to score that uh, that crucial goal on a uh, a corner kick. It, it went in off of the hip of uh, Fernando Llorente, and uh, you know a little bit maybe fortunate for Tottenham, but they got the goal, tied the uh, tied the aggregate score, and of course had the away goal tiebreaker. Man City furiously went down to try to uh, to get. A goal that would have pushed them ahead in the tie and advanced them to the, uh, the Champions League semis. And it looked like they had it. Raheem Sterling scored a goal off of a beautiful pass from Aguero. But the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the video assistant referee, VAR as, as it's known, uh, came to the rescue of Tottenham and uh, took away the goal as Aguero was just offside. So talk about drama and plenty of goals and just a tremendous match. Uh, it, uh, you know, it was uh, one of the best soccer match- matches, if not the best, I've ever seen. Now out of the timeout. Indiana with the basketball trailing by three. Matthews will inbound it on the near sideline. It's Matthews, Bogdanovich, Collison, Turner, and McDermott. Matthews will inbound it. He throws it out of bounds. He thought Bogdanovich was going across the court to the right wing. Bogdanovich stopped and the pass sails out of bounds. A huge turnover, and that might spell doom for the Pacers in Game Two of this series, as well as the series in general. As uh, as long as Boston can hold on to the basketball and make their free throws, it looks like they will take a decisive two to nothing series lead. Yet Bogdanovich absolutely stopped running. Uh, He Bogdanovich was uh, looking at Turner as well, wondering what was going on. As if Turner maybe missed an assignment, whether that was uh, an ineffective screen or, or not setting a screen at all. But nonetheless, a crucial turnover. Matthews still stewing over it. Yeah, it had to have been that Turner was supposed to set a screen for Bogdanovich, and he didn't. He more just ran into his own man in Horford. Uh, and, and Bogdanovich, because he didn't get the screen, was then not looking for the pass. And Matthews threw the pass as if the play was, was ran appropriately. So uh, a huge mistake. So if you're Indiana, you got to maybe, maybe if you can uh, try to get a steal here in the first couple of seconds, you go for that. But otherwise, you've got to commit a quick foul. As Boston, now you got to imagine, have put out their, uh, their free throw shooting lineup here. As it's Irving, Hayward, Horford, Brown, and Irving, or excuse me, and uh, Tatum. So Irving, Hayward, Tatum, Brown, and Horford. For the, the Pacers defensively, it's Joseph, Turner, Young, Bogdanovich, and Matthews. Tatum will inbound it on the near sideline in the front court. 12.1 to go in the game. Celtics leading by three. Tatum trying to inbound it. Can't get in. Finally gets it into Hayward, who finds Horford. Finds a cutting. Tatum, who dunks it home. The Pacers were not able to get a foul in time, and actually they're going to be called for a foul on the dunk. And that will just about be the nail in the coffin for the Pacers here in Game 2. They put up a very valiant effort, uh, throughout the ball game, but the offensive struggles came to the f- the forefront again as uh, they have put up just 12 points in this fourth quarter in this miraculous Celtics comeback. So Tatum, after finishing the dunk, will fire up the free throw and a hit, and the Celtics lead it 97 to 91 with 8.8 seconds to go in the ball game. It'll take a miracle now for the Pacers. To win this, but the Nate McMillan gonna call a timeout, try and draw up a three-point play. But uh, the that Man City Tottenham game absolutely tremendous, had everything you could want, plenty of goals, plenty of drama, VAR coming to uh, to the savior of a team, taking a goal away right when you thought uh, that uh, Man City had scored a last-minute game winner, uh, and and you you've got to talk about uh, you know this is another setback for Pep Guardiola of course he's had great success in every league he's been in you know of course going back to his days with Barcelona and uh, you know winning the treble with Barcelona winning the the La Liga as well as the Champions League but uh, in his days with Bayern Munich he had failure after failure in the the later stages of the Champions League despite having excellent um, amazing personnel you know, Bayern Munich failed against Barcelona and Real Madrid with their counter-attacking style, and now losing again for the second consecutive year in the quarter-final stage as the manager of Manchester City. Uh, you know that's got to be the thing that uh, you know you hire Pep Guardiola to to win these big major tournaments, and he has been unsuccessful, and uh, he's been you know in in my mind a failure uh, against some of the other great managers in in world soccer. Uh, but uh, going back to Going back to this uh, basketball game, here is uh, Indiana inbounding it. It's Evans inbounding it with Callison, Turner, Matthews, and Bogdanovich out there. Evans will try to get it in. is struggling. Finally gets it into Turner. Turner turns around. Seven on the game clock. Hands it off to Evans, and they lose it out of bounds. That's a perfect... A microcosm of what has gone wrong for the Pacers here in the fourth. They've just been all over the place offensively. And the Celtics will dribble it out. Maybe. Actually, no. Tyreek Evans will will run over and uh, commit the foul on Hayward, sending him to the line. But uh, an absolutely brutal fourth-quarter offensive performance from the Pacers. Uh, you know, there, there were a couple of highlights there where the ball just uh, seemed to be going against them. There was uh, the shot by, I believe it was... Uh, um, Thaddeus Young that uh, that went halfway down and out, and there was another shot immediately following that that went halfway down and out, uh, bounced on every part of the rim. And uh, that's what happens, I guess, when teams get cold is all those uh, fortunate things, those lucky bounces, just don't go your way. As the couple of free throws go in for Hayward, and that will do it for this ballgame as the final score, the Boston Celtics win it 99 to 91 and take a 2-0 series lead back to Indiana, but certainly this was a very competitive and fun ball game. Uh, it uh, It was a great one to bring to you here on Duncan Dynasty. Thanks so much for listening to Duncan Dynasty. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can uh, you can subscribe to the program on iTunes. You can leave a, a rating and review. That would be greatly appreciated as well. Uh, the show is also now on Spotify. Uh, if you can uh, give the show a follow, again, a rating on there. Uh, that uh, that really helps a lot. If uh, if you've got any uh, questions or comments or uh, or ideas for uh, for future episodes, uh, you can contact me uh, on Twitter at Garrett Bougay and also uh, my email is g-bougay at onu.edu. So, uh, feel, free so uh, feel free to, uh, to, uh, to uh, give me any, any of your ideas. ideas. I, I, love, I to love to hear, hear from from, uh, from, the from the people listening to the program. And uh, enjoy the, the next week of the NBA, NBA calendar, calendar, calendar. And yeah. uh, have a great rest of your day. Leftovers, or the DMV, Number 97. or house cleaning, or.